and welcome to Myers Cast with your host Greg, Mike, and Shaft. And, and Dr- Dronimus. Dronimus. And we have a special guest. Push has returned. Well, that's right. I forgot. I forgot his um, his his AKA. His other, hey, you're identity. The, yeah. Greg, you're the one who gave it to me. Yeah, I know. It's been so long. It's uh, it's been a long time since we had you on the show, and uh, welcome. True. I just wish I had your remote control so I could control what you're going to do. But. <laughs> uh. I, you know, I haven't been in the park for almost a year, so I can't remember. I haven't even seen Push. So, in, I don't I remember the last time I, I seen haven't him. seen Push either. He's, no. he's been gone for a little while. So, Mike, so, you had some transportation issues in Florida you wanted to talk about. So, yes. That- well, okay. So, I wanted to talk about the transportation issues, and I and I wanted to uh, kind of propose, you know, maybe some some uh, you know spitballing about how they might be able to fix the situation. So, some some armchair imagineering. Sure. Some people like yeah, to call it. that's okay. a good. Yes. Because some or some imagineering my way. We'll just. Who? Oh. Plug in your own show. That's right. Maybe we'll bulldoze or something and uh, plan something new. Oh, gosh. All right. So they make no secret now that it's 20 minutes, right? All the, what, do you, all, what do you mean they make no secret? you got to remember, I haven't been there in five years. Uh, okay. So, you know, well, the there was no – all the previous trips that I remember, you know, bus will be long. They run. They run on a, on a schedule. It's, you know, you'll never wait more than 20 minutes, right? But now they tell you if you listen to announcements, it's twenty minutes, which means right. it could be twenty minutes or more. Okay, I'm not sure I understand the distinction, but weren't they going to go to a system that, you know, um, kind of told them if there was an overload here and there where they could divert buses this way and that way? Well, yeah. yeah the- every time you ride, let's say you ride from your resort to a park, where it drops you off is not your resort's drop-off point. They drop you off where they need the next group picked up to go wherever, right? No, yeah, no, no. I meant the other way, at your at the resorts. I, I thought there was uh, some system they had, had talked about where, like you said, there was no, let's say, necessarily route where, you know, Joe is always driving between Pop and Magic Kingdom. It's like, oh, Joe, we need you over here because we're overloaded at, you know. Uh, the line's getting long, pick up. Yeah. The, well, <laughs> I noticed at Pop that they have these double long buses now for Magic Kingdom. Oh really? With a flexible, with a flexible thing in the middle, and nobody else got those. Those are all Magic Kingdom only buses. Now well, you know that is the biggest resort. Uh, I mean, well, it's got the you got the three. You got the three connections. Can that can that bus make all the turns? Yeah, it's got, it's flexed at forty feet, right? It's sixty okay. feet long, and it's got the flex yeah. at the forty. And you know that, and they sometimes they got the old, you know, just the forty foot bus like everybody else. But if you ever saw a double, it was for Magic Kingdom, and it was from. I didn't see any at any of the other places. Oh, okay. But anyway, the the thing is that if you were prepped yourself and you did online research, it's like some bus schedules is like ten to fifteen minutes, or it's fifteen to twenty. But all announcements now is that you're going to wait twenty minutes at least. So, so the announcement would be: I just saw my bus leave. It's going to be at least yep. twenty minutes. Yep. Yep. Yes. Okay. Yep. No sooner. No sooner. Now, go ahead, Richard. A quick question. Uh, is that possibly because this we're kind of at the end of the off season, or going into the off season there, and the, they're just cutting back on the schedules? I, I don't know. Could, Go ahead. Could be. I mean, you could tell at Disneyland that we scale back, especially during this time of year. But I mean, all right. The so last time we went, it was fine. The week we were there, we got there on the second, 
and the third, that's Friday the third, and Friday and Saturday the fourth, we're in the parks. So it was still kind of busy. Sunday it started to taper off. Monday was tapered off. Tuesday was tapered off. I said this in the last show. Wednesday it started ramping up again. So there's only really like two and a half dead days of the week we were there because on Wednesday the runners started showing up. Um. Anyway, the point, of the, the, what I want to rant about or or think about is there's got to be a way to fix what they got going on there. Um. You know, if we, if we set the Wayback Machine in 1971, 72, 73, you had the two resorts on the monorail. You had- well, I can, I can give you genuine experience from like 75 and then again 82, early, still in the early years before the Eisner expansions. Um, and you're right. You had pretty much everything was connected by monorail except for the um, campground and the Lake Buena Vista area, and those were the really the only areas that had a connected bus. by a bus. Correct. Uh, the, that whole bus stop up there by the Magic Kingdom, for example, didn't exist. Um, and then when Epcot opened, see Epcot. You know, you've heard my horror stories about missing the opening of Epcot. <laughs> but even in '86, when uh, Shaft and I went, uh, we stayed at the Lake Buena Vista area, and remind me, Shaft, we took a bus. Because everything was bus service from, I believe, or no, the, I think we took the bus to the transportation. Mar- the marketplace had a bus stop. Well, it, oh, mar- and marketplace, yeah. Initially, we took the when our first day we wanted you wanted to show me the monorail, so we took it to the transportation center, and then took the monorail down to Epcot and took the uh, ferry across over to uh, Magic Kingdom. But afterwards, when we were coming back from Epcot, we just jumped on the bus there at Epcot to come back to the. Uh, Lake Buena Vista area. Yeah, yeah, I think you're right. Except for the mornings that we found it was busy, so like everybody's running to the Magic Kingdom. Well, you know, you can actually go to Epcot, hop that monorail over to the Magic Kingdom, and better time sometimes than waiting for two or three because those buses weren't necessarily big. Some we they had the big ones, but you also had the kind of little typical resort type buses, twenty five you know, passenger. Yeah, more the like big van. something. Yeah, well, something like you would throw your luggage on when you're at the airport to go to the offsite parking. Yes, you know something of that matter. Um, All right, it's, so it's the best I can remember. So there, you know, before they expanded like crazy, there's basically maybe three bus routes, right? Because when, that, yeah, I mean, yeah, probably okay. Let's say three. Because because when I was there, you know, I stayed in the Lake Buena Vista area, you know, the Club Lake. So it was bus to Magic Kingdom, bus to Epcot, bus to the studios. If you wanted to go from studios to, you know. I guess the point I'm trying to make is that in 1990 they opened up uh, Days in Disney's Days uh, Caribbean Beach. Uh, I want to say the DVC started selling, so there's a bus route, and then they just started adding bus routes to these hotels because they realized when they expanded the I, I'm guessing that when they expanded the monorail out to Epcot, it was like holy crap, this is expensive. We can't keep doing this. Well, yeah, um, I was—I actually pulled out one of my old, old, old uh, Disney World guidebooks, and there was plans to add the monorail to what I like, still like to think of Lake Buena Vista, not necessarily, uh, you know, the marketplace, not um, downtown Disney. And some people have said that the pylons or the ba- the footings for the pylons actually exist. I've never been able to confirm that, but a lot of people still buy that. They're there. They just never, uh, you well, know, put, I put remember the, the beams and the posts in, you know. I, I believe 
when we took that trip in 86, we were taking the bus over to the transportation center and we were going down. And I remember that clearing just before, you know, we went through the, uh, the gate there with the uh, security guard. There was kinder care there. And then as we're going past all the trees in that forested area, before you got to the clearing where the route into the TTC, I swear there were some pylons that were just sitting out there and you pointed those out to me about a future expansion on the um, monorail going that direction. Oh my gosh. I, I may have and that's really annoying. The but microphone cutting out's a bad. <laughs> yeah, no. I don't... Add, nah, no, yeah. Uh, so yeah, I'm not sure, but yeah, there was very my little... My mic's still dropping out. Yes. A little bit. Yes, a little. Yeah, it's, it's annoying. That's okay. But, you know, try to keep your word to like three words or yeah, less. Yeah, if you could do it in three words. <laughs> <laughs> I'll, I'll try to talk where the microphone will go between things. Yeah, and don't try to do it. It's already doing it for you. You don't need to, to add to it. Uh, All right. So, anyway. As I was, so, yes. They, as, they, they didn't. Let's say, let's give them the benefit of the doubt and say, oh, we can't get a monorail up that quick. You know, we whoops, we didn't think about this. We put a bunch of buses. I, I think it just became much less expensive. Okay, you're, you're probably right. Many, but then once that initial ex, initial investment on a monorail is done, the maintenance, I mean, yes, there's maintenance, uh, but, you know, it's electricity versus those early buses, I believe, were diesel. They weren't even uh, natural gas or anything. So I, Some of the buses, I think, are still diesel. Yeah, I, I thought they'd all, yeah, I all been converted. Right converted by now but i could be wrong okay now but let's think about this how many buses do you think are running on that property at any given time like at peak time how many do you think are moving around okay sure because our day started at nine right forget mixed magic hours no morning magic hours all parks open at nine so the first buses start running at eight eight thirty i would say there's probably 40 at least moving around in the morning that's it you just think 40 well, I'm thinking I, closer to 100. 100, yeah. I, I was gonna, I was gonna say multiples of 100. <laughs> Dude, each, you know, each resort well, has what four stops? You know, uh, Magic Kingdom, Epcot, Animal Kingdom, Studios, and Downtown Disney. Five. So there's five bus stops at each resort. All right. There's okay. gotta, there's gotta be 300 buses total. I, I mean, there's a, there's gotta be a shitload. <laughs> so. Because if you stand, or better, great, great example, you're standing at a park, and how many, you know how many bus stops are at a park? 40? 30? There was, what? No, we were like 22. Remember? Okay. In Magic Kingdom, uh, Pop Century's bus stop number 34 or 33 or something. Oh, yeah, 34, you're right. At Epcot, we were number 16, and it's way, way the hell out there. You know, you keep walking. You, We were the last a bus stand for which one for Epcot pop Century. No, no, no. you stayed at pop yes yeah so I'm just saying you know you stand at a park and you see all the bus stops and you multiply that by four you're like holy crap and then um downtown Disney was nuts oh and and the construction for the Disney Springs thing that that place is all jacked up so anyway I'm just sitting here thinking okay these buses cannot be cheap not at all. If you're running, okay, let's say conserve, conservative low estimate of 150, right? Because we're going to split the maximum. 150 buses running 18 hours, seven days a week. 
They they got to be burning the fuel like nobody's business. They got to. How many do you think are out for maintenance at any given time? There's got to be something better. There's got to be something better that'll okay. save them money and get, at you. and get me to a park faster. Say again, Richard. Let me throw a business thing at you, though. Okay. Okay. With a bus, you're dealing with the transportation for Reedy Creek. So now you're doing mass transit for a community. So you're going to get uh, state and federal money that you can come in and bring in on that because you're doing a bus, bus transportation system. You go build a monorail, you're not going to get the funding because they're not going to give funding on that so i'm wondering if that's part of the, th- the business idea i don't know about that do you think the light rail here in los angeles is subsidized oh yeah oh is. the light rail is okay well uh, you you can you can make it all right so monorail is not a light rail project right yeah yeah it is it's it's categorized in light rail because of the way it's uh manufactured it is it, it is light i mean heavy you know what heavy rail is it's your big you know freight trains things like that anything Really, of your well, actually, some subways are considered heavy rail. Um, our like LA's is light rail. The subways light rail too. Our subway. Okay. LA subway. If if I understand rails right, there are some subways that could be considered heavy rail because of the type of engines and the weight and blah blah blah. I just look. Disney has approximately three hundred twenty-five buses in their fleet. Wow. Oh, I was close. That's a lot. That's a lot of buses. Can you, how, how, all right, think about. But I'm just, right. I'm just wondering if there is a tax incentive on there for a bus. For yeah, I, I would think, think, I would think the tax private, incentive would be to, to get the buses off the street. I don't think on private property, um, you're gonna get that kind of thing. But you're also dealing with Reedy Creek, so the way the whole place is considered, and since you got celebration, and I'm sure. That you got buses that go to celebration would be part of that. Um, you know, you can conceivably refer to it as a rapid transit system, like in, like OCT Orange County Transit Authority or anything else. Conceivably, I'm just saying you can throw it in, throw it into that loop. If you put a monorail up, it's a little bit more directed. It's it's more directed towards your specific property, so you're not going to get the same tax break. All right. Well, let's let's. I- uh, Let's say it's not monorail then. Yeah, well, yeah, I agree with that. Like, Walt created the monorail as a new idea. What it, is there anything else we, we can use? All right. Well, think Walt's uh, his little Epcot, uh, his little animation for Epcot, right? Then they show people movers. Well, you had a combination of people mover and monorail. The, who's shuffling paper? That's I think that's Jeff. Because that's really annoying. I'm not. Um, Who's mo- go ahead? I was gonna say you, you had a combination of people movers, monorails, and cars. If you lived for, you know far enough out, you would drive a car maybe out of the property, but inside the property you had monorails and people movers, and there were probably some you know movable walkway, sort of like the old um, speed, or a lot speed, of the airports. The speed, the speed, the speed ramps. Sure. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So- perfect. Perfect example would be you'd take a monorail from the transportation center to downtown Disney, but you might have a people where they'll take you to a couple different places around downtown Disney. See here, here, here's how I, I, I would. All right. So people mover, let's, let's stick with that for a second. People mover is basically supposed to be unattended, right? 
Well, it didn't used to be, but for the most part, today it has been. Well, yeah. I, I mean, they have someone there to make sure you know how to step on and off the thing and make sure you don't, you don't stand around on a platform with your thumb up your butt. But the idea is the thing that the the people movers it's automated. Ro- it rolls into the station, slows down, opens the doors, you get in, rolls out of the station, then speeds up, right? So, wouldn't a people mover situation be uh, kind of like a hybrid between a monorail and a bus? Yes, you know um, they can they can they can build a couple of transportation hubs, and you know and you come out of your pop century room and hop on to a. Uh, a people mover that takes you to a hub, and from there you decide where you're going to go to which park. You don't you don't get exact transfer from my resort straight to my park, you know, because that 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 was a TTC concept to begin with, right? You don't go straight to a park. You park here, and we have a a, a transfer center that helps you get to where you want to go. You don't go there directly anymore. But I, yeah, you know, I mean that that was the original concept, though. When Epcot opened, they created their own parking lot um is it so yeah jeff should be in on on this check out this link this this has been going around for a while and uh musk is now throwing some money behind it is this the hyperloop his his, what he calls hyperloop has been around for quite some time he's just calling it a different name uh but it's it basically if uh, it's an evacuated tube transport technology which is really not much different than those uh those things that used to be at the bank or you see them at home depot where you put some papers in a little plastic tube and they still they still use those at costco right okay i don't know i don't go to costco but in this case you put people in it and i saw one thing that said you could get to china in a few hours because these things move really fast sure it's a vacuum yeah, it's back cool. you don't have an air friction on. Now, granted, I don't think, you know, this is not in the realm of possibility, I don't think, for Disney at the moment. But I do believe if you did a um, people mover, the people mover needs to be encapsulated. Because the last thing they need is some, you know, Yahoo that just broke up with his wife. Or <laughs> some, you know, or, you know <laughs> some, some kids jumping in between cars and they, they go falling off the, the system into the Gatorland. So... One to ten cost a high speed, one for cost a freeway. Interesting. Um, well, okay. So Florida, let me. I'm going to bring up a map because a lot of the roads, a lot of the roads in Walt Disney World Resort are divided highways, right? Yeah. See, well, see, there's a big difference too. How Mike, hard would from, how hard would it be? Early to- days, there there wasn't a lot of divided highways. You came on property for a reason, and that reason was to go to a Disney park. Now you have the ability to cut across. Central Florida by going through the Disney property rather than going all the way around. So I think you have a fair amount of non-Disney traffic cutting through. Really? You think so? Yeah, but especially since they opened up this one, I think it's called Western. Oh, yeah. They they, they tied Western Way to 429. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah. And with the amount of vehicles I've seen just in the time I've been there, like maintenance trucks that aren't Disney maintenance trucks. Now, you know, I guess they could be subcontractors, but there's a fair amount of vehicles that just don't seem to be touristy going through that property. Um, so, the, you know, for instance, like the the nine, I um, the 192, I could swear to God, the first time I went to this property, we took the four all the way down to World Drive. 
Uh, now, I could be wrong, but that, that 192, I'm not sure was there. If it was, maybe it was a tiny little highway, uh, the Earl of Bronson Memorial Highway or Erlo, whatever his name is. You're... I'm going to guess. I'm not looking at a map right now. The 192 you're talking about is on the south side that goes from the airport to the kind of the south end of the property and comes back up. Y yes, it does connect to... Uh, well, no, 192 doesn't hit the airport. Well, it doesn't go directly to, but it is a um, it is a path that I think uh, the magic uh, what is the freaking magic way or whatever magical express yeah, the buses the buses I do believe use that a lot. I was trying to find the now the buses okay, use the four seventeen toll road the four seventeen the one and then I they mean, cross they cross international oh, yeah, drive yeah that's yeah. going way too south uh, but that. They might connect though, because that goes like through celebration. They might make a connection uh, there. I'm not sure. It's been, you know, I say it's been a while since, but yeah, you're well. That 417 wasn't there either way back in the day. You, you know, your way to the Disney was getting out in the 528 to the four. I was, yeah. was going to say with, on my last trip that we took out there, which was what about three years ago or so. Uh, uh, I was actually talking to the driver about that particular road that we were on, and they said, yeah, that was fairly new. Um, it was only a few years old that that road had been put in. And uh, I was going to add also, you're talking about how you saw so many uh, different company vehicles coming through. The one thing I really noticed is the encroachment coming in around the sides of the property to where there is a very huge blur on, you know, to be able to get from, you know, point A to point B, which is off, both both items are off property. You're I'm not watching a lot of people. You have to travel through Disney property to get between them. I don't think there's a have to go through Disney property to get somewhere else, but there is does seem to be a blur now. Because I mean, it used to be just so far out in the middle of nowhere, and it certainly isn't that. I mean, for all those people who have given us crap over the years about our nice, quaint little local park, well. Quite frankly, I think there's a lot of nice, there's like four quaint little local parks on the Disney <laughs> World property now. Because uh, when you got, we got developments like, you know, Celebration right on the border, and you've got many other uh, developments right on the border. And like I say, when we were in one of the, visiting one of the, um, the big suites at the Disney Animal Kingdom, there was just all kinds of light pollution coming from somewhere. And I think it's, um, I think it's by the World Gate Resort Hotel. There's a big development along the 530 there, but there was so much light. Uh, and it could be at the 429, 530. There's also something there, but it's like, wait, you know, back in the day, you could be at top of the world and maybe see a beacon flashing miles away. Now there's just blooms of light everywhere. Yeah, that if you if you're looking at the map, you see you see Animal Kingdom, there's that Black Lake Road. Yeah. Yeah. I there's a that. giant ass target there. Oh, is that where the target is? Okay. Yeah. All right, where the 5 the 192 turns to 530, 53192 and crosses under 429, that whole you you could see that that uh shopping center south there. That's that's a target. And it takes it takes 5 minutes tops to get there from Animal Kingdom. I mean, and, and you can and, see there's these back roads. Yeah, in some ways that's great because you know, if you don't if you're not on property that's that's nice. But on the other hand, if we all remember Disney World in the way it was meant to be, or in the way I kind of think it was meant to be, way out in the middle of nowhere, 
it's 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 uh, really has encroached on him. All right. So anyway, let me let me. Yeah, get back to your. Okay, your, so I'm I'm you know I'm looking at all this double lane, double wide roadway that's in in the resort that they can put light rail in here. You know, you can and with some with some hubs. I mean, come on, how ridiculous is it that you take a bus to get from Animal Kingdom Lodge to Animal Kingdom? Yeah, you know, there's got to be some it's sort of automated slideway something because, but a bus to go the half mile or it's. It's half miles a crow flies, but you know a mile and a half the way the buses have to make a loop. You you might want to say that planning wasn't done so well because you yeah they they give you this whole impression that you're going to see animals out in the savannah. So when I heard that, what who's somebody's playing with paper again? It's, really it's not paper. I th- I think it's I think it's Bush's slap is monkeying with his tablet. That's oh not bad. Okay. Um, you know, you really had this impression that the savannas you were viewing were the actual Animal Kingdom savannas, yeah, right? Yeah, no. <laughs> so you think, oh, it's really close to the park. No, but you're right. There should be some kind of direct link from that resort to the park, either by a people mover, uh, uh, one of those little cheesy monorails like you see in Vegas uh, at State Line that go you know, over the top or, you know, uh, something. Or a skyway, maybe a skyway. <laughs> I don't think, I don't see a skyway coming back. No, no, I don't either. I'm, I'm, yeah, I'm I know what you up, mean. Yeah. There's, there, there's, that seems like a awful waste of clean fuel, dirty fuel, whatever kind of fuel, uh, real waste. It's, you might say the same thing for the color uh, or Coronado spring. They're so close. That's BFE though. Yeah. They're, you know, they're, yeah, they're real close to uh, and the, the studios and the, the all stars. I mean, yes, a lot of these. It's like, man, I you know when you look at that, you think, can I walk that? But the, you know, of course, there's no walkways. You can't even walk to freaking McDonald's from the All Star Sports, <laughs> no. and there's McDonald's down the road. But no, you can't. If you don't have a vehicle, you're not getting there. Um, which when I found that McDonald's on property, I'm like, I just found it again, very non Disney. It's like, what the. If McDonald's doing right here on the driveway, you know, the drive, I, I just found that. Um, but, you know, this, what is it, Osceolo Parkway? Os- like, I don't know how to, uh, Osceola, I don't know how yeah, to say it. But. Again, to me, when you got names like that, that's like, to me, a non-Disney road going right through Disney. But, that's the way I feel. But look it. at it, it's double, it's double wide. You can, seriously, you can plop a light rail in between all of this and eliminate your buses. Well, you, okay, you know or you have seen what light rail, or at least read about what light rail has cost in the L.A. area, I'm sure. Okay, but there's it's, no it's, ridership. No one here, no one here well, wants to ride a train. It takes forever to get anywhere. You know, you say it's that. It's also, yeah. Uh, you say got that, but they're... Okay, one at a time. Richard, Greg, you go first. I say you say that, but yet certain lines are very busy in L.A. They're not what they probably could be. They're, not, they're no Boston. They're no New York. Uh, there are no Philadelphia as far as how many people take them, but I would agree they're not the most overly they're not overused, but they are used. And what were you going to say there, Richard? I was going to say also don't forget you know you talk about the cost to L.A. L.A. is a government project, and you know there's going to be a lot of graft in it because you really don't have any real true oversight on graft. it. If it's a corporate project. Where company, you know, companies looking at their stock, their bottom line, and you know, to their stockbrokers, it'll be a 
a different story. I, I just, I, I think, I think they could start with. Um, well, yeah. Quite frankly, a monorail. You know, there's been a big argument over the years about monorail versus light rail, and it came up again recently when uh, Anaheim's project changed from monorail to light rail because there's still a very big misconception of what a monorail costs. And when you think about how a monorail is put together or it's, it's, um, it's pathway, it's, it's all 90, well, 75% of it's built off site. All you gotta do is crane, you know, drive it in, drop it in with a crane versus uh, rail. The bridge is the most expensive thing to build. Okay. So you gotta keep, if you can keep it flat, on the ground, you're in pretty good shape. But with the present layouts, there are some either grades you're going to have to go over, or you're going to have to take a road and go over the, you know, the rail. So somewhere you got to make an adjustment. Now monorail is already elevated, and so some people say it's more expensive because you're building bridges all the way. But they're pre-stressed, pre-engineered off-site. Yeah, and then they're just dropped in. The pouring the concrete at the bases is the biggest deal. I personally think because mon- monorail should be the cheapest, but then again, is it? They need to build a mon- a real scale monorail, not these you know partially scaled monorails. If you want to go and see like the the monorail in uh, Tokyo or uh, the ones in they're building in uh, the Middle East or in South America, I mean. They're all over the place, full-size monorails. You can walk between cars. That'll take a, a what is, real load of people, not these. I mean, Disney's is nice, but they're not taking as many people as they could. One of the things I've learned with the monorail, dealing with the uh, Disneyland <laughs> monorail, um, is the number is one thought that, that always comes against it is if it stalls out, if there's an emergency, what happens is how do you get the people off the train quickly the i'm okay i'm a firm monorail advocate but whenever we whenever the topic comes up at work about monorails the topic always goes to if the train stalls out on the track if there's an emergency on the train how do you get the people off the train quickly and rope I think ladders that's what kills it yeah rope yeah but that i think that's what kills it what about guess what disabilities when it comes down to actually putting in a project <sighs> Guess with disabilities. I, I, I hate to say I guess it, but with like, disabilities I, that's are a problem I, because you you got you got an elephant. Well, I would say yeah. Guess they ride the bus. You evacuate them off the train. You put them on the bus. Yeah, yeah. We no, th- well, they can get on a monorail. I if think they should have their own bus. F- yeah, <laughs> the short yellow. No, 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 no. <laughs> I mean, okay, <laughs> okay. So you're standing in line. You've waited for three buses because. You, yes, you no, ran, I totally agree. You should almost run, you've run out a of, separate one for to go around and pick up. You did the you did yes. the mad dash out of Epcot to try to beat the crowd to the bus. Yep. And you're in the front of the line and oh crap, here comes three scooters. Or four or five. And yeah. and all their entourage with them. They don't travel light. And um, I'm thinking just they'll be back and in greater numbers. They, <laughs> <laughs> It, it, the, the, are these the guys that are being hired at a thousand dollars a day so that you can get your front of line stuff? Oh gosh, those cheaters, dude! But you know uh, the the you, to to go on the scooter ran a bit. They need to have their own like little thing that has a ramp in the back. They just drive up the back and ride it all the way to the front like they're loading the back of a C one thirty or something. The guy comes along and straps them down, and that thing that thing drives off and takes them to their bus. You know, Why I mean, not? to their resort. 
I mean, why why not? And this isn't to call it out, but why not give them a little more special service because it does impact everybody uh, else, the other yeah. guests, and then they would have a direct you know route to where they're going. Um, but anyway, let's back up to the monorail thing. A full size monorail. And again, we're not talking the toy that runs at Disneyland or the half toy that's running in Disney World right now. But a full-size monorail would be able to accommodate um, wheelchairs just like a light rail would. And you'd use an elevator to get up to the station. And from that point, it should be no big deal. Okay, but what about evac situation? How does a, dis- okay, a dis- now, disabled dis- person get evac just like everybody else would there most disney world has apparatuses that were uh specifically designed uh, after the fire on the monorail years ago to get people out and again how often has that happened they when you design see if that's this if that's the idea then you you can't say let's do subways because sometimes subways are in a tunnel how do you get them out there's you can't squeeze out there's no place to go uh, you know, every transportation system has a challenge. Now, the the uh, if you plan the monorail right, and there's side uh, side tracks, you can bring out the donkey or whatever they call it, and you can tow it in. Um, you like I say the apparatuses that can reach it. Hey, that means they might be taken out of the chair and putting in a a uh, like a sling of some sort, a okay? Sling or a, one of those um, you know, like you used to see in Mash where they a pull stair chair. The, uh, no, not even. Yeah, you could do that. I'm thinking the the gurney. You know, you could whatever you have to do. Stokes. You you know you'd get them out. So I don't think th- I don't think that is a problem. I think that's an excuse because people don't understand a system. What if you're What if you had light rail, but it was an elevated light rail? You'd have the same issue. Correct. Right. So uh, people make excuses for what they don't understand and a lot of times like in the, the case of anaheim going away from the monorail is they, they have these real blown out numbers by people who don't really know monorails they know light rail and they assume it's going to cost more and they want to push light rail well what does light rail have a problem with it's competing with traffic that's already there on the road um lights uh, whatever they're still on grade and we have accidents every day in la with light rail I say stay away from light rail and elevate it. That's just my I, thing. I well, I so agree with the elevation. I'm just trying to think of there's some way to fix their situation, get rid of their 300 buses, and make it so whenever I decide to walk out of my resort front door, you know, I'm no more than 10 minutes away from a park gate. I, and well, I don't see why, again, the people move. Like, I think the Wedway, let's say you put the Wedway, Wedway in a tube. You know, you got to try to minimize the safety, fa- you know, the potential bad side of the safety factor you know kids jumping from car to car whatever maybe you make it to the point where there is no gap between cars you know like in, in disneyland or disney world once those cars left the the load area they spread out well just have it solid mm. solid vehicles right so if someone so does jump for one I, yeah more like an omni mover but you know it's seating like a like a wedway would be like florida's wedway um it, have those constantly all moving and like running, magic, uh, like uh, the Living Seas, just like the Living Seas over at Epcot. No, those are those, those are, are those are Omni Mover. Those are Omni. I know it's Omni Movers, but that's the way I, I felt like. It's just a very boring, slow trip through there. <laughs> well, they don't have to be slow. I mean, the speed is controlled by. The, well, the, I mean, you think of think of think of the people over in Florida, right? It's slow, slow, slow. Once you clear the station, psh, it takes off. 
Yeah, but that you have to have space between the vehicles. Well, yeah, well. All right, well. Well, what if instead of doing it like one that all connects, do it the way Epcot was looked at and spread out. So I can, I'm looking at the map. I can see Pop Century. I can see Caribbean Beach and Art of Animation, and they're right behind Epcot, right? If you created a system that went up those up those uh, three resorts and directed to Epcot, that can get you to pretty much every park except for Animal Kingdom. Also, if you look all the connected places from Hollywood Studios all the way to Epcot, I mean, they have the boat system, but I don't think it would be that hard to move something else. That's already taken care of, and that's all the area around. Like That could be its own hub. If you create a little hubs everywhere, use minimal buses to get to somewhere else, I think that's... Some type of a start. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think the hub well, idea I'm, is good, but you get, like I say, you got to get to the hubs. So let's say you use the people movers to get the hubs, even if they're they are spread out. Okay, fine. Make them like trains of maybe eight, whatever it takes to go through a station to have people get on and off, and then you know move to a larger system. But you're you know Brian or um, uh, Jeff's right. I mean, some of these they're just packed together. They are close to to something. You know. Even though they try to make them make it look like they're not, they feel like they're a long ways from everything. Yeah, but they're really not. Well, but I'm going to I'm going to throw this one at you, Mike and Jeff. Both going back to the question I had earlier: Is it possible that because you were going right into the off season, and I'm going to throw in also the fact that you were at one of the lower end resorts? What do you say? That you're. Sam you cheap. were at the Cheapo Hotels. Okay. Sam Scottish? So, Cheap yeah. Hotel. Richard, I can guarantee. See, and I, I had that thought in the back of my mind. Because uh, when I started going back, I stayed at uh, All Star first. And I forgot, I think I stayed at a pop. So we stayed at the Grand Floridian. There shouldn't be anything better, right? I mean, that's their flagship. Bus right. system was still horrible. Well, I, I see. I don't necessarily look at it as horrible. I just look at it, you got to plan your timing, you know, and not be in a rush. If you're gonna, if you want to be cheap and not take a car around, you've got to plan a little more time. It's, but I, you know, Richard, I thought the same thing. Oh, you know, I'm, I'm yeah, I'm Floridian. These buses well, must be running every five minutes. There were sometimes there was thirty minutes between freaking buses, and I'm like, well, what? How, how about yeah, how the, about this? How about this? All the hotels on the loop. The Grand Floridian, the the um, yeah, Polynesian, Poly the, the contemporary. contemporary, they share a bus. When you're taking a bus from, uh, was it Downtown Disney or from the studios? We're taking a bus. It was it was they all three resorts shared one bus. Mm-hmm. We went yeah, we went first that. we went first to Contemporary, then to the Poly. Well, no, if you want a bus, why don't you take a monorail? To Magic Kingdom, pick up a bus there. Wouldn't that be faster than waiting outside your resort? But remember, we were, we were trying to get to the Poly. Remember, Jeff. We're oh, tra- yeah, 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 yeah. I remember now. Yeah, but yeah, because yeah, well, if you took the monorail, you've got to go the full. Well, now they're reversing it with the automated monorail, so it'll be different. But well, think of the All Stars. At when it's really busy in the morning, each All Star has all separate pickup. But the later it gets, those start combining. Yeesh. And the drop offs have been combined. So in the morning, it's great. But towards the evening, and then if, you know, some of us say it's a dinner rush and they're only running one, by the time they get to your resort, it might be full. And also, I've been on buses that just out of the blue, I, think, I want to say we were leaving All-Star, and the guy took a side trip and went through Coronado. 
Coronado's a pretty big place. So when you have to hit like four or five bus stops around the perimeter of Coronado, it takes a while. And you're thinking, oh, yeah, we're going directly to the Magic Kingdom. What? Not this time, we're not. <laughs> they drove was, around the resort to bus stops, well, internal bus? Have you ever seen how like Coronado's laid out? The bus stops are around the outer edge of it. So when you have to drive that around the outer edge and stop, I think there's at least four. Wow. Uh, I did not know that. It's well, yeah. What you oh, you thought they all came up to the front? Yes, maybe? yes. No, 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 no. Mike, 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 Mike. You naive little fellow. <laughs> uh, <laughs> all the I more reason know, not to stay yeah. down there. I, you know, that's the place Jeff loves because it's more of a corporate, you know, uh, place. He's I mean he, Jeff from Houston, right? Yeah, yes. he, he likes that place. I, I, so I get, I get all that, uh, all the that kind of architecture here in my house all, or in my area. I don't want to see that anymore. I want to see something different. <laughs> so, yeah. That'll be the last place I think I'll ever stay on property. That or the uh, Saratoga Springs. No, no, no. What's what's the uh, the one that's like South Beach? Um, South Beach. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, the Caribbean. Caribbean Beach Caribbean. Resort. Yeah, it's like yeah. it's like South Beach, and that's another one. I think on Magical Express we were going. Oh, here you go, Magical Express to Grand Floridian. Don't you think you're the top of the food chain? You're going straight there? No. Think again, Bubba. We stopped at the Caribbean. I think we were the third stop. I'm like, yeah, it's been all night on the airplane. I just want to get to my, you know, hotel. But no, we had to stop at the little the little people hotels on the way. That room, that resort is spread out. It sure is. Mm-hmm. It sure. And it was, wasn't it originally one of the, like one of the original moderates? It was original, uh, Value. That's what I meant. It was Sorry, the first value. value resort ever. Yeah. It opened in 89. And at that point, it was your fourth choice because the club, the, the Lake Buena Vista was, you know, DVC kind of stuff. It was for Magic Kingdom Club members. So for people off the street, it was, oh, the Grand Floridian had just opened. So you had the three on the loop. You had the uh, campground. You had the Disney uh, Disney Inn, which is now the Shades of Green. And then uh, Swan and Dolphin and Open and the Caribbean Beach. So Dixie Dixie Landing came after Caribbean Beach, right? Yes, that was the next one that was. And by then they'd already closed all the tree houses, right? Or no, tree houses were still open. They they shut down later. Okay, and they're back open, right? As, yes, uh, yes. DVC I'd or love something. to stay. I'd love to stay. I, mean, in the tree house. I always wanted to stay in one of those as when I was a kid looking for my place to stay. Uh, well, I, I had a friend. Sorry, I'll let no, you go. No, go ahead. No, no, no. I just oh. heard they were really remote. Yeah, that yeah, that was what I was going to bring up. One of my friends, they have DVC, and they went. To, their home is Saratoga Springs, and they got offered it. Uh, but when they went to go check it out, um, they said it was a 15-minute walk to get to the bus. <laughs> yeah, so. that's what I've heard. It's, it's really cool because you are out there in the middle of nowhere, but it's very inconvenient if you're one of those that don't want to wait. You need a car. You're, you definitely yeah. need a car. Yeah, yeah definitely. So. I know. I, I I just the I, I I had plenty of time to sit and think about how this could be better. <laughs> Sounds like it. I I th- I've sad. always thought though it could have been better if they would have finished out the monorail, and even if it was just the downtown Disney, just think of the load that would take off there. But um, I agree, especially if you because you know there's enough. Let's say you took Port Orleans and. Um, heck, heck, they could they could go cheap and make Epcot a hub where you could change train monorail change at Epcot, and, and not I have think to, that was I think that was the and, um, and not have to build a whole new line 
from the TTC down to downtown Disney. Not- I'm pretty sure that that was the the hub mic that that's where it connected. Oh, see, they- 90, 90% sure. Nah. Anyway, I, I that was the only, like I said last show, that was the first time in, in three visits where I said, screw it, we're not getting a car, we're going to rely completely on transportation. And there's like, oh my gosh, we missed the bus, and now we're going to be sitting here for 20 minutes. Yeah, I've had hybrid trips where you know I didn't get the car for a few days into the trip, for instance, especially when we were staying at the um, uh, yacht or beach club, because you know two of the parks, you know, you were walking or you take, take a boat. bus. I mean, a boat. Uh, um, you know what? Dumb, dumb ass me. I'm thinking, well, where's where's the where's the bus to the studios? There ain't one. <laughs> I was like, there ain't one. Uh, you just, walk. You walk. Take the boat. Yeah. yeah. I, we actually walked once, uh, and it wasn't a bad walk. Uh, but so, yeah, that that was convenient. We didn't get a car until we were ready to go out to um, St. Augustine. Then we used it for the rest of the trip. But I didn't feel like I really needed uh, a boat or, I mean, a car. It, the, I felt transportation from there was pretty good. I, but, that's, I had the same exact feeling when I was sitting there at the yacht club. I still want to stay there. It's I, I like the beach club. The yacht club looked a little more pretentious, but it's basically the same, the same thing. thing. It's just, yeah, it's, it's the same thing. It's just a color, you know. It's got a different feel and vibe to it. But I really like the sand bottom pool at the uh, beach club. That was really nice. I just want to stay you, at Boardwalk. Yeah, Boardwalk. You know, Boardwalk hasn't been the necessarily in the top of my list. I mean, it's nice. I finally walked through it. I think on my last trip. I don't know why something about the boardwalk isn't screaming "do me, do me." Well, it's it's you know it's a pretty close walk to both Epcot and the studio. Well, and, depending on where you're at in the boardwalk, and there's though, nightlife. Too. That's I think why Jeff likes it because there's nightlife. Well, yeah, I mean it could be at the yacht or the beach, or I mean it's all for me. It's yeah, that one big kind of hub area. Well, with Pleasure Island, with Pleasure Island being closed, the boardwalk is the only nightlife you're going to find. Yep. Well, it's pleasure, uh, the but the rest of downtown Disney's open. It's just the Pleasure Island portion, right? I'm talking about the nightclub business. You know, there's two uh, there's two yeah, night there's true. two nightclubs in the I'm boardwalk. A family man, I don't understand those things. <laughs> yeah, you didn't understand them before you were a family man. So, but oh. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that was low. <laughs> it's nothing. It's nothing bad. I mean, I'm not a big nightclub person either, yeah. but. Uh, <laughs> All right. Don't don't don't, don't uh, cop out making your family the excuse. <laughs> what about uh, you know if you were staying out at the uh, God they, what they used to call the Disney um, the, the golf course resort? Why now is the Shades of Green right for they, the, the Disney the Inn? Uh, that's getting in and out of there is no picnic either. I don't think if you were on bus system. Well, it's you know it's not that it's not that you know remember this is like an original right this is a 1971 original so it's really yeah. not that far from it, from the original complex. No, uh, but I, you know I guess back in those days, see, I never stayed out there. I, I guess it would be bus. I, I guess they had a bus or some kind of little yeah, tram I'm, system I'm that sure would they had got a bus. you over over to the uh, TTC. TTC, yeah. I mean, if you look at if you look at the map, I mean, come on. Because we it's, stayed at Fort Wilderness, and quite frankly, that when I stayed at Fort big. Wilderness, yeah, that place is big. we we just took the boat to the Magic Kingdom because there there wasn't anything else at that time. It was just the Magic Kingdom. 
Um, now, what's kind of crappy about there is, especially if you stay, let's say, all the way by up by Bay Lake, let's say that's your little loop, and you want to take a bus, let's say, anywhere, you know, magic, you know, forget Magic Kingdom, that's off the, the map. You've got to take an internal bus system, which sometimes runs over kids on bikes, and then <laughs> transfer to another bus. To, 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 no, their damn fault for getting in front of the bus. I totally agree. It sounds like that is a tragic case, but I don't think it was the bus driver's fault. Um, yeah, that place is big. Yeah, it's it's big. It's fun to stay there. I got to say though, I, I did enjoy the time we stayed there. Um, did so. you stay in a trailer, one of the, the cabins yeah, they have? Well, it wasn't a back in those days. It wasn't a cabin. It was literally a fifth wheel trailer. Now they've got you know prefab homes that look like log cabins. I think. I think that's the latest. But- the good thing about those, they sleep six. Yeah, well, it was the cheap, you know, at the time when I stayed, it was the cheapest way to stay on property. That's not the case anymore. They're not the cheapest by any means, but they do hold a lot of people. So if you break, you know, if like a six guys want to go or something, that, yeah. might, that might work out to break down. But family-wise, I don't think it's the cheapest way to go anymore. I think we spent a whole... God, I don't know, twenty five dollars a night or something, maybe. <laughs> but you know. what year was that? If that was like seventy. Oh no, that was eighty two. And I wanted to stay in a contemporary, but I wouldn't stay in a contemporary unless I had a Magic Kingdom view, which was, of course, the most expensive. I got to see what a currency equivalent of twenty five dollars in nineteen eighty two. Yeah, I you know I I somewhere I have my receipts. I don't have them handy. What eight seventy five is my guess. Oh no, okay. it has, no, it's got you got to go the other way. You, oh, yeah. Oh, you're, you're, you're right. Gotcha, gotcha. Um, All right. So, initially, you would just say 1956. What year did you say, Greg? 82. 19, all right. So, 1982, and you're there with Mark, all right? Yeah. He said $25? I think. I don't know. Right. I'd have to find my receipt. And we'll do now 2014. And the sad thing is, I probably do still have my receipt somewhere. <sighs> all right. In 2012, the relative value of $25 from 1982 ranged from 50 bucks to $121. Hmm. Well, what's uh, any idea what it costs to stay one night in one of those today? I have no idea. I don't think it's cheap at all. Where do we want to stay? At the at Fort the, Wilderness. The Fort Wilderness cabins. Yeah. All right, I'm gonna go off grid for a second, and I'll let you know. So. <laughs> all right. Uh, so if we beat this uh, horse, yeah, yeah, I, I just hold. I was just sitting there, like I said, and I had plenty of time to think because it took so. Friggin' forever. Well, okay. On average, do you think you waited 20, 25, 30? What, what do you think, you know, how much? Did you really waste a lot of time or did you just not plan very well? Okay. How, I, I, I want to leave. I'll go to the bus. <laughs> what kind of planning does that take? If, okay, you, if I, you talk about the fact that I didn't get a car, that was a choice. I mean, you know, because, okay, because the whole trip was shoestring, right? It was, you know, yeah. do it you as cheap as possible. That, but- now, okay, so again, you walked out there. How long did it take you, on average, for a bus to come? I know what you said the announcements were, but on average, when, okay, because there's there's two there's two sets of bus travel here. We're talking about first thing in the morning. I think they're running a little more often, and you know, I, I we really didn't wait much longer than twenty minutes. Uh, Jeff will will verify that most of the time we're waiting for everyone else to get there. 
Yep. All right. Okay. Which so. which screws you up, right? Because you maybe you missed the bus because not everybody's there. Well, right? okay. I, I, a couple times we're you know my four family we were the first there when we were sitting on a bench. Okay, we're going to the studio today. Well, we would we would not get in the studio line because we didn't want to get on the bus or we didn't want to be towards the end or so we if no one was there and a studio bus came, we would not get in line until that bus left. Then we get in line to be in the front of the line, right? And usually by that time. By the time the next one rolled around, everyone was there. So in theory, there, you could have been there if everybody was in time. You could have been there and gone. Sure. Or it, just it, say, forget it, and just go ahead of them. Oh, yeah, yeah well, but he had to be signed I had to be signed in. All right. Oh, yeah, but, that's okay, right. But that. taking that out, the the longest we would have waited in the morning, you know, if everyone met at the time, would probably have been 10, 15 minutes tops. Okay, okay so later in the day. But it's you when would... you want to start park hopping, that's when you started getting – I mean, we – we wanted to go from Animal Kingdom to Magic Kingdom. And oh my gosh, seriously, we were coming around the bend, and there goes the Magic Kingdom bus, and we probably stood there for 25 minutes waiting for the next one. With two I- with, with two buses to Epcot coming, and three buses to the studios coming, You know where you start thinking, well, shoot, I should get on the Epcot bus, because then I can hop on a monorail, you know. But you know, screw it. I've already wasted 15 minutes and the bus is going to be here any time. Well, you know, that's the thing. And this is where I'll give you the benefit of the doubt because this is the thing that frustrates, frustrates me and I don't get. How can I stand there waiting for bus X and bucks, you know, C, B, and D have two or three go by, but it's only the one that you're waiting for that doesn't seem to have a bus coming? I think that's just the way that's, life is. That's, <laughs> that's, just, that's Murphy. Yeah, yeah, Murphy that's, just way, that's just the way life is. To and get. I've had that happen, and you're like, how can there be two freaking Epcot buses go by, a, you know, Animal Kingdoms and nothing to the Magic Kingdom? I, I get that. It's, it's happened to me. But 20 to 25 minutes, you know, later in the day doesn't seem that bad. Now, tell me if you think I could do this. Do you think I could get from, I think where I was, Disney, oh no, I wasn't there to start with. Yeah. Do you think I could get from the Disney Studios back to Pop and over to Downtown Disney in less than an hour? And I needed to run to my room and Pop Century. It's definitely possible. With or without a woman. That's okay. <laughs> yeah, <with>. yeah. <laughs> By myself. Because <Jeff>, <laughs> I think I had like 40, I was, I had been in the, the Disney studios to see the lights and the group, and I had stayed an extra night. So I had already up my, you know, paid the airfare a little extra so I could stay one more night. And I was going to meet a bunch of guys in downtown Disney at the Adventures Club. So I waited to see Osborne. Then I had to, I had to get from Osborne all the way out to the bus stop, wait for a bus, go to Pop, get off my bus, go to my room to get something warmer or less warm. I forget which way I was going, but I had to change clothes or get rid of my camera or something. Then go back to downtown Disney and get to where I was going. Yes, it's possible if you catch the bus. You know, if you walk out the front gate of the studios and your bus is pulling right up to your stop. Because, yeah, I think I did it in a little less than an, an hour. Yeah, did you figure each one of those trips is 10 to 15 minutes just driving, probably? 
And then you're inside the park. You've got to walk 15 minutes maybe to get outside of the park. Then wait for the, you know, blah, blah, blah. And I did it in a little, an hour or a little less. And I was surprised I made it. They didn't think I'd make it. And then I beat them all there, which is annoying because they were late. But, we, we had yeah. we had 730 Liberty Tree reservations. And we were seeing Osborne Lights. We made it from the studios to Liberty Tree in an hour and 15 minutes. That's yeah, we did. And that's we changed our mind twice on which bus to take. Remember, Jeff? Oh, yes. <laughs> <laughs> we rolled out. And then, you know, the... the oh, that was the one. Oh, yeah, that was <laughs> terrible. We got this, to go. There's this huge line to get on the Magic Kingdom bus. That's where and then we're standing there. And then this other guy rolls up. And he's got Magic Kingdom on the top of his... Oh, he's empty. So we run down there. And he's like waving us off. No, no, I'm out of service. Crap. We run back to the other bus and the line's like twice as long now. Yeah, my <sighs> biggest problem is not being able to park hop. And I think I know why they do that. And also from downtown Disney, you have to go to a hotel first, right? You can't go directly to a park. And that's probably to keep people from parking that, there. That's the only that's the only place you cannot go. You can go from park to park in a bus. Is it park? Can you, I was thinking you had to handle a hotel. It's been a, a no, no, it's yeah. A it's only, it's only, yeah. See, I thought that too, but no, you can go park to park on a bus. Okay. Yeah, they, they have. Uh, For some reason, I was thinking when the last time I was there, you couldn't go park to park that you had to hit it in between. But I could be. What you can't do is park to failing memory. Yeah, you can't go park to down to downtown Disney. That's Disney. where you have to go to a hotel first. Now that makes sense. A good thing they don't check your key cards. Uh, make sure. Make sure you're uh, staying well, you, at any of these. Places. You know, it's funny as you say that because when I my, when I, my very first trip to Walt Disney World in January of 1990, you know, the bus system was free to people staying on property, and they were you're supposed to show your your room key to get on the bus. They never checked, but they're supposed to. Hmm. So well, you know, they they could really easy. Well, it's getting easier and easier. They could control some of that with those little bands. Oh, I'm sure that's coming. I'm sure it's coming. Okay, so we were going to move on. See, um, I think then we were going to see if Jeff had any impressions of his trip. That was the next on. Yep. Before, you were ta- you were talking about Fort Wilderness. Do you want to know yes. how much it is a night? Yes. $476. Shit. See, it's not the cheap way to go anymore. But, but that's for the cabin, right? Uh, no, the cabin comes out to i think it was 300 and something like that it's a little what's bit four, cheaper but you fit less like you wait, there's what, different what, options what's 400 dollars? that's uh the fort wilderness lodge like that's staying oh, the big oh, oh no yeah no, i meant actually the, no, the cabins mean, themselves are you're talking about disney's wilderness lodge the, versus staying at the, the fort cabin wilderness campground fort wilderness camp the cabins yeah. themselves they're um, for four like 408 a night so <sighs> that's expensive that's it's crazy. no longer the cheap way but you get you know if you feel like cooking on vacation you can do that no i don't <laughs> yeah me either <laughs> <laughs> though the idea if i had my own rv or fifth wheel or something you know the idea of maybe pulling that in yeah okay. uh, what did you find what a space cost was while uh, you were there? a space no i didn't get that i just no. got the cabin uh, yeah. in the that's all right but but here's the thing if if i'm going to go to world I'm going to go stay at one of the hotels. I'm, if I'm going to go take the RV, I'm going to go out in the middle of nowhere and get away from it all. Hmm. Well, that's, that's the way, one way of doing it. Yep. That's, that's the way some people do it. Some people stay in 
you know, parks like KOAs and Good Sam's and those kind of things, wherever they are. So, you know, if you're driving through the orange, you know, if you're already on a trip with yours, I mean, we, um, okay. Tramp, Tramp took us by some people that are, it's a loop that's pretty close to the, uh, ye, uh, you know, the, the activity centers. And these, he said, the same people get the same space every Christmas. And they must have had a trailer with them of all their Christmas decorations, all these air blow up things and lights. That <laughs> that was their Christmas home. And I thought that was the coolest thing. I would have never really thought to do that. You know, people who live RVs, you know, you don't live in an RV Rich, or travel in RVs like, like, you know, old people, the, Car- the Kerouacers. No, you know, the, no, the people who, you know, live by the code of the RV and the traveling. I mean, they, yeah. that, it, that's their life you know they go from place to place like that and they're, they're always in it so they're not necessarily looking to get away from it they're in fact because my neighbor has one a lot of time they're they're down in newport because of all the activity and there's people to talk to and things to do they're not necessarily looking to go out at the end of zizik road and stare at the stars <laughs> where there's nobody road. else <laughs> <laughs> hey, only, I, laugh zizik's road is cool <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Hewl went out there once. They ain't anything. There's nothing there. there. <laughs> that's what's great about it. Yeah. Oh, See, that's gosh. what I mean. You're the oddity. You got, you got the old the, train the station. RV. You got the old abandoned train station out there, the uh, hot springs and the sand dunes, and that's it. So, All right, um, Jeff, so, give, give Jeff. us your rundown there. Yes. From from a you know from a the view of a plaid also, how did you th- think things went on this trip, and how are you – were, how were you treated? Did you feel like you were, you know, I, your your ass was kissed enough, or was it, you know? He didn't tell good? people. Well, that's why I, that's my perfect <laughs> thing. Do you think they did well enough for you? It was interesting. Um, the more I talked about it, because I had a lot of friends who also went out there during that time, and we uh, we as a whole kind of just like I, I experienced. I'll say it. I experienced some very rude cast members, um, but. Uh, but the, what I noticed is that it, it was from different areas. Like the biggest one I had was um, at the Mexican restaurant that we went to the second night, right, Mike? Yes. She oh, was, was that San, San Angel. Yes. Was, uh, God bless her heart, but she was not in it that night. She was nice to our end of the table. <laughs> She's not like our end of the table. <laughs> yeah, because you're a bunch of young whippersnappers down there. Yeah, yeah that's that's exactly what it was. I, I, uh, probably was she, was she older. No, no, no. No, she's she, younger. She's the same age as the, you know, mid early 20s. Yeah. She didn't want to get hit on. Yeah. Nobody exactly. hit on her. No one was there. No, to... that's I said. She didn't want to get hit on me. Oh. <laughs> uh. yeah. But um, I, I guess the more I thought about it and I had friends go out there, like, even myself, like, I was in a bitter mood. It was because a lot of us, we worked crazy hours. Was, we just came off Christmas. You know, I left for a plane right after I had just worked at. I think it was a seven, like a seventy-hour week almost, and like so, I was burnt, completely burnt out. And I think a lot of it comes that, you know, a lot of these people are stuck here. They didn't get to go home for um, the holidays. They didn't get to see their families. They're just stuck here at Disney World, all, pretty much trapped on vacation. And that's, I think, that played a lot into it because um, I had a friend who just returned, and he he said that. Uh, service was uh, pretty good. I get the morale was up. I guess people are starting to come back to work, and I just think it's that two weeks right after um, New Year's is probably the worst cast member wise because you know we're just kind of frustrated. 
there's we wanted to go home or we wanted time off and we're going we're working at Disneyland. So that that was my impression of it. Well, wait, wait. Who wanted time? You're saying that you as an as travelers and employees were thinking you didn't get away from Disney or you yeah. felt the employees out there needed their break and they didn't have it. Yeah, I mean, I got mine. I got to sleep in while all these cast members are still stuck there waking up every morning doing the same thing that I do in California. So, I mean, I just had to think about it and from their perspective because I have a couple friends out there, and I asked them. They said, yeah, it's if you're going to come, don't expect the best just because it's the same thing. I mean, out here, we're all burnt out. Like, when I left, like, you should have seen my friends' faces. They were just, like, they're, they're in zombie mode. They could not because we just we work like, like crazy. Well, you know, so it sounds like you know you needed a vacation, which is why Jeff is a little bit more willing to skip park time to sleep. Well, I wouldn't have paid that much to go out there to skip park time, but well, that's just me. I, I don't actually understand the people who spend a lot of money to go out there and spend a lot of time at the hotel. I just can't no, get my head around he it. He didn't spend a lot of time. He just would, you know, I mean, take his got, nap. Yeah, we came back. <laughs> I don't remember being in the hotel. I know I was there, but I slept. I wanted to make sure, like, I got my rest. I was on vacation the, because last year I went pretty much literally the same exact trip, and I was in the park every day at eight. We closed every park, and I got back to work, and I had to work five days a week. And I was just like, I, I'm, I'm never getting away from this. So, my idea was to get there early, do a couple rides, come back, sleep, relax, go experience something new that I haven't done, and then go stuff my self with whatever food I can. And that was my ML this trip. Okay. I, I try to power nap on, you know, real good rides like Ellen. Oh, and, believe uh, me, I did. I did. <laughs> things of that. Hey, I got a question for you guys because I was just, you know, cruising around the uh, the Google map here and I see, I didn't realize the Seven Dwarfs Mine was exactly where it's at and how big it actually is. Uh, so I got a c- couple questions for you. We, we got an answer from... Um, uh, what's he go by? Disney York. What's our? Um, Tom, oh yeah, East York. Uh, East York. Uh, East York. Yeah, Thomas telling you know telling us that the new Tangled um, restrooms replaced the Peter Pan ones, which they're gutting to make a larger queue for Pan, which is good because Pan's queue really kind of sucks. But here's my question: is I'm I'm looking at this this view. It appears, from what I'm seeing, that. You no longer have to walk between the Yankee Trader and Harbor House to get into Fantasyland. It looks like you can walk almost right at the gates of the Haunted Mansion, right up into the Tangled area. Is that correct? Yeah. Uh. Uh. Okay. Uh, still... Let's think about this for a second. All right. So we made it pretty quickly. Cause... Do, you, do you still have your your map open? Yes. Mike. Yes. So go over so, to Liberty Square, so and you... it looks like the area that was just like a little hill or. Um, was nothing really, you know, a berm is... Yeah, yeah, you can walk through there now, yes. Oh, wow, that just really opens that and up. How's, how's that look, though, transitional-wise, theming? It looks pretty good, because right behind, say, to the 1 o'clock of Yankee Trader there, they put a little uh, bench, um, you know, like a little place to sit. So you come down, let's say you're coming out of It's a Small World, you come out of the Tangled Restrooms, and you can flow up against the buildings and head into the Harbor House or flow out to the outside of Yankee uh, I, Trader and come I into... Actually, I actually meant from... Sorry, I should have been clearer. From the um, from the 
mansion side into the fantasy land side the transition of architecture seems like it would be no no okay like clashing no you, the the covered walkway for mansion right and you got yeah. the, you have the two little posts for the exit yeah and yeah. if you're looking at the the same google map view you see like a little a brown wall with two squares that's the path that takes you yeah i can see the 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 the, path, the, the going from red to kind of a brownish uh, landscape or hardscape i can see the transition it just yeah i just can't it looks like there's a lot of rock work and i don't know what's going on in the facade up there but yeah i just it just seems odd to see that opened up uh, it probably does help in guest flow i would imagine yeah, uh, i thought also, it was a good transition yeah also the thing that i i'm i'm this is more of a aesthetic question so you come into what i I don't know why. If either I'm having a brain fart, and I didn't remember that carousel out there it was called Prince Charming Regal Carousel. Uh, if it has been all this time, I guess it's been lost in me, or I hadn't really thought about it. But so you come past the carousels, and it looks like you got almost like what seems to be like a whole new gated wall kind of thing that transitions into the new area. Correct. Does that feel like it it cramps that area, or is it no? It almost feels like a land in a land. I mean, from looking at it as an overview, um, it looks like a land within a land. You can kind of, yeah, you get that feel. Because, yeah, there's a definite fence. And you don't get the sense that it's like, I think they're trying to make it feel like it's the back gate of the of Cinderella's castle, oh, you know? I got you, yeah. But it really is. It, it doesn't, I don't get that sense. Because it looks like the area between like storybook treats and that wall, it, it looks like again you you might have squeezed down an area that had really good guest flow. Um, that's that's pretty wide open. As a matter of fact, you could see uh, it's a piece, wider than it a appears. Piece, yeah, I guess. interesting. Yeah, it is. I hadn't come back to a Google Map in quite some time, so I'm glad to see the uh, it's been updated. So it's got the most current, probably what is pretty current for what's going on right now. So, Jeff, you think maybe your next vacation won't be at a Disney park? Uh, I can guarantee that. So. <laughs> um, not because it's it's anything. It's just, I like Mike is saying, like, that's where I've been vacationing. I mean, I would love to go to Alani. I would love to do a cruise. I don't want to leave Disney because I get a good discount right now, but I would like to go. I, would, I wouldn't mind doing something that's not park-related. Like Hilton Head or some one of the other ones. Yeah, okay, let me ask you this. So you said you wanted to do something – different that you hadn't done and i you know i've got into kind of some of those ruts because when i was going you know two times a year i think one time three times uh we tried to find some things like either go cruise through some hotels we hadn't been in so what did you do that was different that you didn't normally do well one of the things that i mean i didn't grow up as a walt disney world uh person so a lot of my idea was trying to search the hotels just um just around the monorail the just around just throughout the month so i went to the contemporary i went to grand floor and i wanted to see a couple things um i had never been around the contemporary so i spent probably about an hour and a half just wandering around the contemporary just seeing it like for me it was really cool because i had never been there i have never walked around i didn't know what it, it i liked the really cool 1980s and 70s style feel the contemporary feel that time and i thought it was cool um, I also like being able to look at Discovery Island from uh, uh, the Contemporary, so I thought that was kind of cool. So I wanted to make sure I did that. And then when I got into the parks, like I wanted, I try to see um, different shows or smaller attractions that usually I over 
I don't ever do because I want to run around and go on the big attractions. So sure. like I did living with the land for the very first time. I don't know why I have never done Seriously? that. Seriously? Wow. Yeah. Which is funny because that's, you know, my wife's favorite Epcot attraction is living with is the it, land. Yeah. Is it really? She loves wow. it. Okay. I mean, I like it. I, I, I'm sorry. I don't think I've ever heard anybody say it's there. What does she think about the, you know, host versus unhosted? She's ride? never seen it hosted. Oh, wow. You know, our first okay. trip in in two thousand five was already unhosted, and that was that was her first trip was yes. that trip. Yes. Oh, okay. I didn't realize yeah, that. Yeah. Wow. So now, Jeff, have you done any of the water attractions? You know, like going out and taking those little mini speedboats. Uh, the two days that I decided I wanted to do that were the two days it decided <laughs> to freaking rain. Uh, bitter ass cold. So <laughs> mad. Because those are, those are a lot of fun, and you can get a good close-up, you know, depending on how long you're in it for. Because, you know, like I was taking it out the last time we took it out of the Grand Floridian. You know, they're not the fastest thing in the world. So if you, you know, you got to watch your time, you're going to be paying more rent to get way over, you know, to Discovery Island or something. But uh, they, uh, they seem yeah. like you're going fast because, you know, they're uh, they're low to the water, right? You're close to the water, you feel like you're going fast. I guess so. I mean... I we have our own we I I'm used to the water so I would understand if it's going really slow or not. Um, but yeah, like I, I I wanted to do a lot of those different things. I wanted to try things out. I I, I would have loved to be able to go to um, one of the mini golf courses just to see it because I honestly I've ne- overlooked that as well. Um, my buddy who went with us actually um, and a couple of my friends who were also on the they decided to go to the water park one day. They um, chose a good day to go to. It was, it yeah, was the one day it was hot. I should have gone with them that day, but <laughs> which and, and which water park did they go to? Typhoon Lagoon is the only one that's <sighs> open. Oh, okay. Uh, the other one was uh, the winter one was closed. I like the winter one. I gotta say, I really do like that one. Hey, does anybody know what the new thing being built over by the Contemporary is? That some kind of wedding palace or something? Contemporary, or not the Contemporary? The um, Grand Floridian DVC. Oh, the DVC, yeah. That's, it looks, that's tiny little things at DVC? Wait, yeah, oh, tiny. oh, okay, I know what you're talking about. I don't it's, know what that all, is. It's almost a cross shape. I mean, it's... Yeah, it might be it might be the a wedding chapel expansion. I see what you're looking the, at. Wait, where, where south, are you talking about? South of the Grand Floridian. South of Grand Floridian? Um, oh, you, the big structure, it's different colored on the top? Yeah. 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 Uh, that is, those are more uh, villas. I walked by those. Oh, okay. That entire was finished, and what's cool is we walked by there. They have um, there's another small building across the monorail tracks. That's a giant uh, fitness facility because towards the bottom is where the fairy tale weddings. Okay. When I went, my girlfriend checked out all that and drew, and <laughs> I went to go check out the sports stuff. So it was pretty cool. It was a Very nice cool. area. Yeah. Okay. Because yeah, we um, I finally got to do some of that walk around some of the different hotels I hadn't been to uh, one time, and we were trying to. My 10-day trip, we tried to plan, you know, many of the meals kind of in those places we had never gone to, like in uh, the Fort Wilderness or whatever, Grand, uh, what, uh, Disney's Wilderness Lodge. There's a really cool restaurant in there. Whispering uh, Canyon or Artist yeah, Point or? Yeah, Whispering. If you like all the noise and the kids running around doing all that thing, it's kind of fun. Uh, but yeah, there's a lot going on there. Um, so, well, very cool. So we see, we answered that one bit of mail when we were in that uh that zone we should mention we got the the scottish mail so we are an international podcast for sure he's our fifth fifth or sixth listener i'm I'm glad you answered him yeah i gave him a lot of information but uh, you know 
John. And he was very happy about that. So, um, yeah. So now we- moving on to the big last one, which I think Jeff's got a lot to say about. Uh, we got an email from Tyler and here, and I think Richard's going to be chiming in on something. He tried to answer by his email, but um, the Luddite still has email <laughs> problems. So, okay, hey, guys, I have a few questions for you that I'd love to hear your thoughts on. Number one, Disneyland's 60th anniversary. What do you anticipate them doing in 2015? Would you expect a new parade and fireworks, plus any of the classic attractions? Okay, the two Disney employees go for it. What do you think? Do you want to start with this one, Richard? Are you there? Richard? Jeff. See you in there. Okay, oh. uh, Jeff, go ahead and field, field that one. What are, you, what are you hearing from the plaid side? Um, we're not hearing much. Uh, I th- it's actually a topic that I, I see uh, wandering around that I get a lot of guests asking me, and it's something that we've been actually popping up and kind of thinking about what they're doing. Um, I, I'm interested to see what they do with uh, Tomorrowland and see yeah, what they're – Don't, don't so, venture into that yet. We're still on the – So basically – so you know, Yeah, no I, I – well, I, I heard a lot of things. I've seen a lot of construction backstage. I guess that's – I don't know what is going on, but I see a lot of movement and things being moved and cleared or abandoned in different random areas. And a lot of our uh, offices that we just popped up for Cars Land, I know, I've honestly noticed that within the last probably – I say a couple months have just been gone or been moved. So I, I can – from what I'm looking, I, I could see somewhere something around there. Because wouldn't you think if, if there was something huge going on for the 60th that they'd already be plugging? I mean, you, you've only got a year to, to really ramp it up and plug some big new thing. And I'm not – I don't see any media buzz or any um, – you know, anything really planned media-wise that's really coming out. So. I honestly haven't seen anything. That's that's what's been surprising me. Where maybe when we maybe we'll get an announcement at the at our at our fifty ninth birthday. Um, yeah, but- yeah. It is, I guess could be a little early. Maybe once July rolls around, we'll see. Um, okay, so let's move off of that. And here's the one, probably the big one that you want to mention something about is there's a rumor going around, uh, and it's question mark started on my channel. I believe it was, but we need to back up here a little bit and say no. It was actually started on this show as a suggestion quite a long time ago. I bet you I can get you a date when we talked about that, too. Uh, but that Tomorrowland is going to become Star Wars land with a ton of changes. I first read about this months ago and shrugged it off due to the source. But last week, in Kevin Smith and Ralph Garman talked about it on their podcast in the New Geek News segment. Is there any truth to this rumor, and what do you think of it? Well... Uh- can I chime in? What do I think of it? Because yes. it was my idea that I mentioned <laughs> probably two or three years ago. I love it. And I think it's probably the best thing a Tomorrowland could do is try to take a space theme or any futuristic theme, whatever, even if it was Blade Runner, you gotta, since they're <laughs> never going to try to stay ahead of tomorrow in Tomorrowland, try to figure out what's there in the future. They just need to pick an alternate future. I think of something, whether it's Star Trek, Star Wars, uh, Battlestar Galactica, something, something that feels futuristic now, and go with it for a while. I think Star Wars, since they purchased them, is a perfect idea. And who, who knows? Maybe that was always part of the the idea. And now with the new films coming out, there's a lot of synergy. 
got to get some, you know, get some, you know, action out of all that ownership and money they put out. I think it's a great idea. Okay, Jeff, what do you think? So the one, the one thing I can go after all of that um, is is maintenance. I can tell is on the decline. That's not mean that we're not cleaning or we're not doing stuff, but I'm not seeing things pick up in the area now. That's been something that's been for a while, so it's not like I'm coming out with something well, new. Well, is it is you are you saying that area specifically, or could you say that about any of the other areas in the park? Uh, I can notice it in Tomorrowland. You notice things in Tomorrowland. Um, a lot differently than everywhere else. Like when I walk into the park, usually, like especially now, Jungle's closed for three days because they're doing maintenance, and their Pirates is closed for a day, and then they did everything with uh, Mansion. Uh, we're not going to have actually the uh, Columbia up for probably a couple more days, and then Splash is going to be closed until March. So we're looking like everywhere I look around, Big Thunder hasn't even opened, and from what we have to tell people now is that. We don't. We originally said it was February. That's being pushed back. So everywhere I, I like look, especially in Fantasyland Two with the new Fantasyland area, everywhere's getting a gr- really good upgrade. Well, it looks back, awesome. Back, back up. What new Fantasyland area? See, I've not been well, in the park, so I haven't really been paying attention. I think he's talking about Florida. No. No, no, no. I'm talking about ours. Um, we have our new uh, meet and greet area, of, uh, Fantasy Fair, where oh, we with the Princess. Well, it's a meet and greet. It's a nice little area. That's where oh, you that's the, the... they they're, took the place of Carnation Gardens, Greg. Yeah, Carnation Gardens. Yeah. I should have said Carnation Gardens. No, no wood about that here. Uh, so mm-hmm. back to um, Tomorrowland. You 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 just see there's nothing that you're not seeing anything like closed for any bit of maintenance. It's just like it's it's uh, going, but nothing's happening. So you're it, does it lead you to believe that maybe this rumor could be true because they're waiting to you know pull the trigger on something bigger? All I can say is the only downtimes I've ever I have seen that have been major in the last two years of me working there was Star Tours reopened the new Adventures Continues, and then they just announced that Subs is going to be down until late this year, and that's the only two things that they've they've announced. Now let's go back to Star Tours for a second. I understand that in, in Florida the. Uh, say the interest you might say is really dropped and waned quite quickly. Uh, is that true here also at the park that, you know, those big lines are long gone? Um, the big lines that we saw originally, yes, they're long gone, but it's, it's still picked. It's a lot more. Um, when I go and I look at star tours and I'm sitting there telling people what time it is, I'm still telling people uh, 30 to 45. So if I'm here, here in 30 to 45, I consider it because I remember before Star Tours went down, it was ten fifteen. You know, granted it was an attraction that opened nineteen eighty seven, but the idea that it's still pretty high, it's still fun because people get to have different experiences, and I think that's what's keeping people around. But I mean, to the degree, if if you look at it as a whole, it's pretty much a motion simulator ride, just like the one before it. So that's kind of the hard part about it. So, because I don't think we've ever got to ask you this question, but we did do a show about it. You know, Disney spent a lot of money on uh, a dead president, and he, that dead president attracted people for a month or two, and then I think it's right back down to, you know, three guys sleeping in the front row and a guy <laughs> picking his nose in the second row, and that's about it. Is it, in your opinion, was it worth the money they put into those two attractions, and you can separate them if you want, uh, or could the money have been better spent on something new or a significant change that might have kept people coming uh, more? 
I honestly think it was a it was a good update. It was something that I, I just I know that was promised that it would always change, and I think it was more of a necessity and a, more of a payback to all Star Wars and Disney fans to actually update it. So it was something I was glad that they did. Maybe they didn't have to spend as much, but it does now have the opportunity because it's state of the art. It's now up to date. They can always edit it. So if they wanted to do something new or scrap the idea, it wouldn't be that much because it's all digital. It's all done in the new style 3d so i am glad they at least updated because now it's got it's got a they don't they're not using film like the original one did and that i you could honestly tell that it was getting its age this one you could keep on updating and a little bit easier okay so what do you think about the actual rumor then um that it's going to become a star wars land to me if if that's what's announced i'm going to be so excited and there's gonna be a lot of people especially that work with me and work around the air that will be excited because i know i have a lot of star wars friends at the park and i know a lot of people like the star wars theming now um the one thing i i I do understand to a lot of people though is that star wars isn't the end-all be-all there are a lot of people that don't haven't seen it especially um with the tours I give and people I meet every day, not everyone understands Star Wars. So um, if they could do it in a way that immerses you but doesn't, like, say, oh, my gosh, this is Star Wars. If you don't know it, you don't know anything, I think that's going to be the draw. All I care about, honestly, is I want uh, I, I want the rocket jets to stay, at a, but I just want Astro Orbiter gone away from the, <laughs> the front. Yeah, yeah. It's the it, only thing I want. That, you know, whoever did that should have been fired. And if it was Tony Baxter... Even more so, but you know, it's like who? That was a really stupid, stupid, stupid move to push that thing up there and really choke that area. And they didn't down. do anything with where it was, right? They turned the well, exactly. Now, who knows? Is there a structural issue we don't know about? I don't think so. But you know, they could put it back. As far as I'm concerned, uh, you know, there is a thing called you know retrofitting, so that could happen. But that was just dumb. Now, you know, you going back to the, your comment about Star Wars, doesn't matter that a lot of people don't know what it is. And, and this is why I'm going to I'm asking you in, in this way. When you take people on their little tours, do you still use your little writing, little writing whip thing? I, I don't. <laughs> I am a ma- I'm a male, so <laughs> I do not uh, take the writing crop. I uh, use my height, my six foot height in uh, my hand. Uh, no, what, people, and usually it, people can see me. So is that why? Okay, it sounded really sexist. The, now, and I realized for a long time it was only women, but I just thought that was a whole part of the um, persona of the tour guide that they had the little thing to wave in the air so people could, you know, kind of keep track of them. Walt created the tour guide uh, as a woman's role, um, as everyone knows. It's and maybe it might be politically incorrect but um each attraction each different area was either catered towards men or women like the jungle cruise was all primarily men while the tiki room was all primarily women um the department of guest relations was an area filled with women uh being managed by men um upper uh, upper management um walt created the tour guide um as as a form of assistance um to help him because Walt himself was the original tour guide, so he was the one, and he needed help. So he had these um, nice ladies who helped and showed them. So the idea of a tour guide is 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 feminine um, at the beginning. Um, the idea of bringing men into it came around in the '70s, and so you got to think that was after Walt. So 
a lot of the ideas and a lot of stereotypes about a tour guide are very feminine, and I'm okay with that. Like that's totally fine. They it's a, they do an ama- amazing job with the way we still hold our history and um, everything. What Cicely Rigdon did before she died, um, she was a huge help, and she still was even till she just passed. So um, the idea of the the riding crop and the hat and the the get up that everyone uh, sees towards a tour guide um, is still played on with our guided tours. Um, but with VIP and stuff like that, we, we, we have our own and that's what I wear. And we call it our VIP um, costume. You wear the hat? I don't wear the hat. No, believe me. I have asked to wear the hat and the kilt, uh, but they don't let me. Uh, you know, Mike, I think we finally found someone more Disney than Richard, more company line. <laughs> I can quote from the book uh, even better uh, than Richard. This is great. Now, um, I, I'm getting – okay, so let me ask the first question, and I'll try to remember that my second one. So, again, you said not everybody gets Star Wars. But on your tours, would you say everybody understands the Jungle Cruise? Does it really matter? People aren't – I don't think people would be turned away and they might just think, oh, this is, this is Disney's space theme. I mean, is it, would you, okay. does, it does it really matter? Do you think? Okay. So you're going to probably laugh at me for this, but it, it's a Disney answer. But I've honestly, it, the reason why they say it is true is that everyone just accepts Disney for Disney and they, they trust whatever Disney's doing, whether they know it or not. They're going to trust to go on it. So I really noticed that. So like if I'm walking around or if I'm just telling a regular guest about a certain attraction, it doesn't even have to be someone I'm touring. Like I talk about the Jungle Cruise. They don't have to know anything about it. I've had guests that um, I talk to go on the Pirates of the Caribbean and have never seen the movies. You know, Granted, the attraction came first, but they don't know anything about it and they go on and they really enjoy it. So regardless of if they have a knowledge about it in the past or they see different things, people enjoy and they'll trust it because it's Disney. And it's the same with Star Tours. Like, I'll have guests that I'll say, "Hey, have you ever? Do you have you ever seen Star Wars?" And I said, "They're like, no." And they're like, "I don't think I'll like it." And I said, "No, trust me." And they get on and they like it because it's it's taking on them on an adventure, an emotion simulator. They think the 3D is cool, and so it's it really it's very diverse. And I think the if Disney does an idea, it, it'll be pretty pretty good. Okay, so it's kind of like you could say the same thing about Indiana Jones. Have you ever said, no, I don't, I don't like Harrison Ford. Just trust I, me, go on. Right? The one thing about Indiana Jones I get is because of the name Temple, I've had, a, I've had a couple parents who've kept their kids off because they know what the Temple of Doom is, and they don't know if their kids are going to be able to deal with that type of uh, experience. I've had that a couple times where I went to go ride on the ride, and they're like, is it – is it a temple? No, no, we can't do that. And that's totally fine if they want their kids to experience that. But I have gotten that from uh, Indiana Jones. I can say that. Oh, they, they think there's some religi- religious aspect that's not within their religious I I wouldn't say I wouldn't say religious. I think the idea of the temple scaring the kids and they're not sure if they're ready for that just yet. So, I mean, I, I, uh, Mike knows I'm not my grandfather and not going to show – Temple of Doom when I'm like uh, five years old, but um, <laughs> <laughs> so it's it's a little bit it's a little bit of different thing. So I mean that that's where it kind of comes from is that it's it's the way the the guests perceive it. I mean that's that's kind of oh, I take it. They're they're relating it more to that to uh, the movie second film. Yes, than yes, what's actually and in there. Yeah, exactly. And that's kind of hard to say. I'm like, is it is it that? And I was like, no, it's it's in a temple, and they but there's nothing about it like. 
So it's I usually just say trust me, and they'll they like it when they okay. come. Here was the follow up question, which we talked about a few episodes back. And I don't know if you listened to us. I wouldn't, but uh, <laughs> um, the the whole two finger point thing, and we we've been talking about this oh, because gosh. of the of the movie. Uh, and there was someone postulated that the reason it was a two finger point, they said Walt did that all the time is because there was a damn cigarette between his fingers all the time. And the only way he could point was with two fingers holding the damn cigarette going like that way. Um, what do you think about that? Um, I, it, the more, the more I think about it, it sounds, it sounds, it, I can believe that easily. Um, because, uh, we do, I, I, give the uh, Walk and Waltz Disneyland uh, footsteps tour and when I get through that we do talk and we're not sure we're not really that shy about him smoking like that we talk about his death and how he had lung cancer and how that affected him so it's not something we shy away from and I I can totally believe it if that's if that's what he wanted to do and he wanted to hide and that's where it come out of you know it's funny to think though that I grew up the entire time saying that we do two finger point because it's disrespectful Um, it's more polite more polite Uh, (laughs) I, I I'm like Richard Richard said it last night is open your hand I do the open hand all the time because I don't like pointing or doing anything. I just open my hand that way, and people n- know exactly what area I am. And we're taught that as tour guides too. Instead of pointing with two fingers, one for worrying about it, using your palm of your hand um, usually is a lot easier. It's it's a kinder way. You're not trying to demand, not like you're looking like you're pointing or demanding anything. You're kind of just showing them the way. Here's here's the thought I just had about the two finger point. Yeah, it makes you look like you have a three finger Mickey hand. Huh. <laughs> Think about it. If Mickey was pointing, if you point two fingers, you look like a, a big, thick Mickey finger. Uh, I guess so. Now, if you just wore Mickey hands around, you could just <laughs> go that do. way. I think use props. You know, if you don't want to point, use a prop. You got your your tour guide thing in your hand, just kind of point it that way. All right, moving on. Um, and so, finally, what? Oh, what? so you read the last point. Sorry, go ahead. Yeah. And finally, do you have any advice for a guy going to the park alone? For eight days to celebrate his 22nd birthday. And all I can say, if you're 22 and you're alone at Disneyland, I'm sorry, dude. You need to get out. No, just kidding. <laughs> uh, wow. I, right. Yeah, that, that was cold, wasn't it? Uh, yes. I made reservations at Ariel's Grotto. Uh, yeah. uh, breakfast before the park opens. How do I get in? Well, I, I guess the, if it's open before the park opens, there must be some... There'll, there'll be a process at the gate to let you yeah, in for yeah. you. There you go. Uh, if he's staying on property. Hey, is that Richard? Yeah. Hey, he's finally back. Uh, also, lunch is set for Carthay Circle, and dinner will be at the Blue Bayou. So those two choices are good. Is there anything I should know about uh, how to make the most of my day? All right, so... But that's a lot. Eight days at Disneyland. See, I mean... He's eight days? Eight yeah. They, um, well, you know, find some things outside of Disney to do, and yeah. there are plenty of them in the area. So. Go to Universal. I, well, I don't mean just theme parks, but uh, go to Knotts. Yeah, go I see don't the know. beach. Uh, yeah, go see the beach. <laughs> well, I don't know where um, Tyler's from. Do you know where Tyler's from? Um, I don't know where he's from. But if he's, you know, if he's from a, he's he's from a Windows Phone. If he's from a landlocked place, <laughs> what then, it says you. Yeah. <laughs> uh, he's from a no, landlocked yeah, place. Then go, go see, see the ocean the beach, for sure. Yeah. yeah. Uh, the, the one. Yeah, there's excuse me. There's plenty of museums around here. Go see the space shuttle up in L.A. If you uh, you know want to trust that area with your life. Uh, you know, there's a lot of things to to do and see around here besides Disney. Get outside of the bubble, uh, as small as it is here. 
but please try. But I think I haven't eaten a Carthay yet. Everybody says it's good. It's awesome. And it's, Blue Bayou is a good choice. La everybody that's, that I know that's been to Ariel's and eaten there have not been impressed. So I can't say I've ne actually never eaten there. I've, I've drank at the bar, but I've never eaten in the restaurant. I'll say that he's going for breakfast, right? Yes, he is. So yeah. Tyler, right? If Tyler's listening, I would recommend, honestly, Storyteller's Cafe in the Grand California above Ariel's. I think the buffet is a lot better. I think it's a nice atmosphere. Um, if 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 you want to see princesses, then yes, you, you should go to Ariel's Grotto. But if you want food, you want delicious food, um, it's a little bit cheaper. Um, I think it's and it's easier to get to, not as crowded. I think it's more relaxed, especially in the morning. I get a lot of guests that go there, um, and I recommend it myself. Is Storytellers Cafe? Yeah, I like I like Storytellers a lot, and their bread in that place is oh, just yes. to kill for. Um, okay, so moving. Uh, well, to make most out of your day, well, um, I guess get there at you know rope drop. Try to you know stretch the day out. Some people say run into Fantasyland first and do that. I'm 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 the guy that wants to say just work your way around the park. Take yeah. it as it comes. If it, if the line's long, got eight so days. What? You got enjoy eight days. The, yeah. yeah, enjoy the queue. Going? Talk to people around you. Uh, the trip is two twenty four to three three. Two twenty four to three three. Yeah. Okay, cool. So I know um, Lookout for Splash should be back open. Also, something that will be back up is right now um, Aladdin show is going to be down in the entire month of February, but at the beginning of March, it's supposed to be back. So um, towards the end of his trip, he'll have the Aladdin show back too. That's and that's, that's in the old Tahitian Terrace, that, that Aladdin show? No, no, no. The Aladdin show in uh, uh, California Adventure. Oh, oh, oh. In the... Carthay, well, what was that place called? No, not the Hyperion, Carthay. Hyperion, Hyperion Theater. Theater. Yeah, yeah, that's a now. Have they brought back the flying carpet yet? Yes, they did. It, okay, it does. You can tell there's a little thing, uh, a couple additions on things. There, yeah. but I mean, it's still the same exact thing. I, 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 I didn't think. Re re remind me when we're not recording anymore. I want to tell you about my <laughs> a very big impression that hit me on the last time I saw that that I almost said what is the parks come to but i don't want to say it on on air i want to say tyler's from like seattle so he, see the he's ocean. familiar the ocean with ocean down ocean down here is awesome see huntington oh, okay. newport you know uh, one of those but there's plenty to see you know go see a mission you know uh oh yeah california mission there's a few missions around here too i mean just eight days is a long time to do just disneyland and, and i'd be hard DCA. pressed to, well eight days is how much time i spent in florida is he a sports fan? Go see if the Ducks or the Kings are in town. Oh, you like... went to you went to the outdoor uh, Ducks uh, Kings game, didn't you? It was amazing. Yeah, a friend of mine at, at school is really big into into hockey, and he was talking about doing that. And uh, yeah, I saw the pictures that looked really cool. All right, so uh, to make I say yeah to to make most of your days, just enjoy yourself and don't. You know, you definitely with eight days, you're not in a rush. Yeah, don't yeah, don't try to rush through it all. See all those nooks and crannies. You know, try to try to see everything in eight days. Don't don't overlook oh, anything. Yeah, try you to try to ride in the pilot house on the Mark Twain. Okay. Try to ride in the Lily Bell on the train. Well, what I, um, I'd also say do what Mark and I did when we went to to Disney World. We didn't know if we'd ever get back. We rode Dumbo. We rode the carousel. If it was there and open, we rode it. We rode everything. We weren't worried about being in a rush we want to enjoy everything so things that people say oh don't bother about this one just do it anyways just is it have wrong? fun 
is it wrong that I want to say maybe take a tour around the parks or something? Yeah. <laughs> Stop by a guidance store gardens. Budget. Yeah, if it's in your budget, go for it. Is I mean, that equivalent of the tour guide gardens at DCA? Uh, there is not. We we unfortunately don't have uh, much. We have one tour that goes over there. Um, it's the Welcome to Disneyland Resort tour. Um, it starts off in California Metro and then finishes up in Disneyland, but that's the only one we have right now. Okay. Uh, hopefully in the future, uh, maybe by summer, to have a couple over there, uh, but we don't have anything announced just yet. Okay, interesting. Uh, so, yeah, just take your time. Have a good time. If you want to know what attractions – to see around here, email, you know, anybody but Shaft because he doesn't know how to email. Uh, he'll have it fixed. We'll have it fixed soon. <laughs> Hopefully Richard yeah, or Mike will fix that for him. But there's so much around here to see, yeah. uh, even, you know, Sea Worlds, uh, missions, museums, um, you know, stuff like that. So now what, see, it says final question, and I don't know if anybody's really got an answer for this, but as a final question, how come some characters are only out for film release and Hollywood parties, Jack Sparrow mm-hmm. comes to mind, while Pixar and princesses are always out? Also, do you think we will ever see Princess Leia join the ranks <laughs> of the official <laughs> Disney princesses? Hopefully and I think that's not. a good point. Um, why not? She's she's part of the property now. Uh, okay. Now, if she does it, she's got to be authentic, and I think you know what I mean by that. I mean with the cinnamon buns on the side of the head? No, 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 no. Not <laughs> the cinnamon buns. Oh, you want? Are you talking slave Leia? She want, yeah, you, you want, want slave Leia? Leia? No, Is that no, what you... no, no, not even that. Go, you got to go to episode four in the white dress brawless. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, right, Princess Leia. Yeah, right. Easy <laughs> <laughs> brawless face character. But in character, winter, she Leia. can wear that winter outfit from the Snow Planet, which yeah. also was pretty hot. It's called uh, hot. Hot. Yeah. That one. You guys happen to see a. Say hey, how's say, it going, Richard? Say again, Richard. I was going to say, did you happen to see the uh, latest episode of... Uh, Big Bang? Big Bang, yeah, with James Earl Jones on it. Yes, that was awesome. Oh, I haven't yeah, that was great. Oh, my gosh, it's hilarious. I haven't seen it yet. Yeah. Oh. I'll hey. check that out because I love, I love the Big Bang. Oh, he, James Earl Jones was awesome in it. Well, do you, he is do you, hilarious. What do you think of his commercials with uh, Rod? Those are uh, awesome. Oh, yeah, him and the him and the. I think I think it was Caligula, Caligula but uh, yeah, Caligula. Well, I think of it as, uh, as Clockwork Orange, but uh, yeah. which I can't stand that movie. But it's in my mind that that was young Malcolm McDowell. But whatever Malcolm does, he's just good at. But those commercials are yeah, so they're hilarious. Funny. You're like, how did they even get through these without cracking up? Because they're, they're so stupid, serious in the way people, kids talk these days. And it's just, um, but you know, why couldn't princess Lee, if, 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 um, if Tinkerbell can finally fart and have some sisters and they kind of, <laughs> you know, put them in the whole princess realm. Why? Okay. Can't sure. Leia you can put in? princess Leia. You know, I just think it's because uh, right here, now here's, here's she's, a- She's a strong female figure for, I guess, the nerd world. So to bring her in the princesses, I, I, I wouldn't say brings her down, but I like that having her different. She's in the Mulan range where she's say, tough yeah, and she's very tough. Well, here's, here's Mulan's the not a princess. Mulan's technically what? not a princess. She's not a princess. So, is, she's not included in any of the uh, princess things? Well, okay, depends yeah, on who is. you're talking to. Yeah. I think it depends on who you're talking to. I think fan, yeah. from the fan perspective, I think they consider her a princess. But when you ask for a lineup of princesses, you don't get Mulan. You get Belle. You get Ariel. You get Jasmine. You get Jasmine. Here's, you get Aurora. You get yeah. Cindy. 
Um, Who? Cinderella. Oh, Cindy. Uh, but they had the they had a Tiana, which I can't. The oh, Princess and the Frog. Princess and the Frog, but yeah, you yeah. know she's out there regularly. So yeah, she's not really a princess. No, either. but she's not really a princess. So yeah, anyway. she's a real princess. Why? We don't have royalty in the United States. No, 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 no. Look back at the story. The guy's not from the United States. He's visiting over here. He's coming over to find a wife and find and you know reclaim. But his, they don't go back to his uh, town. His his don't they stay in New Orleans? They stay yes because she that's her home and that's where she builds up her new restaurant and everything. But but she never becomes the, a princess uh, then. But he he's a prince. You still, I mean, it, just because. Uh, okay. so, so is the Prince of Bel Air, but I don't think he's making any <laughs> princesses. Prince, no, 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 no. That's, you, you're you're missing the whole story on that one. That was. That was <laughs> We're just giving you our time. I, I, I know what you mean, but yeah, but in, in the here, traditional sense of like a Snow White or a Cinderella, Mulan is not. Well, but wasn't Mulan? Wasn't she the daughter of the king or the? No, no, she was no, the daughter, she's daughter of, of a uh, army. Reg- regular landowner kind of. Deal, oh, okay. just here's, a peasant. Here's, here's huh? where, no, he wasn't a peasant. He wasn't. No, he was. Uh, he was, a, he was what would you call yeah. that? Um, a, um, a, patr- a patron. A lord. Maybe? Yeah. Count. Okay. So moving on. Thing. Go ahead. Patrick. We're t- you know we're talking about the different characters and why you see some only on specific. Games. Oh yeah, yeah. Good point. The big reason is is the resources on being able to keep those guys out. Now, if there's a specific reason that they have like uh when we have uh as mentioned jack sparrow and some of the stuff with uh halloween that type of stuff that's part of the special event and these are some of the characters that they're going to bring out with the special events they won't bring them out during the rest of the year but when you look at things like the princesses uh winnie the pooh and everything these are things that bring in hate to say it this way they're huge revenue builders the princesses are one of the biggest revenues that we have coming through so they're going to be out there the whole time uh which brings to the last question on that i mean princess oh yeah hate to say it if there's if there's something where there's a dollar value to it yeah she'll definitely be in there but until then yeah and i think richard's right prince the whole they really marketed the princess thing really well and uh, I was trying to tell my – I was over at Christmas and the in-laws, and somebody said something. That's all Disney makes is princess movies. And I'm thinking, you know, I think we did on this show tally all the animated movies. And the princesses ones I don't think outnumbered, and if they did, not by very much. No. Just traditional storytelling. But right now it's a hot topic. And, yeah, Richard's right. They're going to bank – you know, get all the bang for their buck. Plus your other traditional very hot properties right now, Peter, you know, uh, or Pooh. Is still pretty hot. Of course, Mickey and Goofy, the Fab Five, will always be hot. What I want to figure out is why some characters are in Florida that you rarely see here. Like Clarabelle Cow is always on Main Street in Florida. Yeah, we see her out there. For some odd reason, the Country Bear Jamboree dudes were like in Germany or Japan. Was it Germany? No, uh, Snow Snow White's in Germany. no, 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 no. I'm serious. I have pictures of liver lips and a couple of the other <laughs> uh, ones from Bear Country over in Epcot around Germany. Really? Yeah, I do remember yeah. something similar to that. Like, what the I hell? What no the clue what that means. I see. I see. Snow White has a permanent residence in Germany. She, Does she? she? Yeah, she's always well, she's out German there. Princess. Well, I don't think I've ever seen her. My, you know, personally, I've never seen her when I've been at the park at, at Epcot. So. But I, that makes sense. If you're if you're walking from Germany to towards China, 
and you know the outpost there. She, yeah, she's like right next to where that temporary beer garden is at the always high with shrubberies. She has her little meet and greet spots right there. Oh, oh okay, like be good now. Now that you mentioned that, shouldn't we have a new one in uh, Norway? Norway? Like, oh, yeah, Norway. they were there. They oh, were there. Really? They were there. Oh, I wanted to. Oh, that, that's in the Stave Church, isn't it? No, it's not in the Stave Church. It's in it's in uh, some retail space between. Um, it's, the Stave Church has like a little museum in it where you can walk in and look at stuff. The, Is it still about to see? Uh, what's our um, what's what's the guy at Zippity Doo? Um, Aaron. Zip- Aaron, Aaron made a comment on Twitter about, I wish the Stave Church was still about Stave Churches. What's in it now that, I've only seen it having things, Viking history in it. So. Things that influence Frozen. Oh, okay. So you, every every picture that's in there will also have some comment about how it inf- you see it in Frozen. Right, okay. okay, so so the, the old traditional Viking lore stuff is not in there at the moment. Yeah. What about the little... Interventions with what, the- what about the little Viking ship? Is it still back there? No. That that play Viking whatever. Uh, oh yeah, yeah. It's on. Uh, oh yeah, you're right. He's right. He's right. It's like kind yeah, of the back. By, by the toilets. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yes. Yeah. Um, but yeah, though, the, I wanted to meet the girls. There was like twice I wanted. Come on, let's let's get into let's get an ep, into <laughs> world showcase. Seen. I wanted to meet the girls because it's not, it's not Kristen Bell though. <laughs> no, but still, I wanted to see what Disney did with you know these girls, but yeah. The line was always long. So you long, couldn't long. even get close to where you could see them. No, they were indoors. They were behind closed doors. So the queue oh, was outside, oh, oh, oh. and they so opened the door. It's not like you came out of the queue, the exit queue, walked through the the, the retail spot. You could like see them. No, there. no, that was closed off. So if I stood like in traffic and waited for them to open, and you know usher in the next group of three, I could have I could have grabbed a. a, a a peak, but don't don't you miss the old days where they just kind of stood at the side of the curb and lift their skirt? And you just went over there and took your picture with them. Yeah, no, you know because to, but to 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 answer Ty, uh, Tyler's question is how come it's it's Pixar and Princess are always out? It's because that's what the people who want their picture with characters want to see. If yeah. he wants to see characters that aren't normally there, you can check out the Jamboree. Uh, we're the old Festival Fools Arena, and we have specialty um, characters back there all the time. So if, if he wants well, to see something, well, they're special. They're specially considering what whatever is going on that particular time of the year. Sure. Yeah. Yeah. So. Because we we had uh, you know with the Christmas characters, you got the bears out there. We had the uh, long. What was it called? The uh, friends that haven't been around for a while, where we had horse. Horse collar and oh, Clarabelle out there. Friends, yeah, yeah. Um, they're not. It, it depends on whatever season's going on and whatever they have going on in the uh, festival arena. But the days of seeing like the three little pigs out and the seven, all seven dwarves, or the one, the Robin Hood guy. I mean, those days I think are just gone. We, they're, they're just. You know, well, still around. I think, but you know, think about when you saw them. How many? How much choice did they have for characters? Right. You know, we have we have forty years of film between Robin Hood and now. True, but between Robin Hood and let's say Snow White, you had forty years of film, probably. Well, mm. both Robin Hood and Snow White, all that forty years was before the park was ever built. Yeah. So you're going to compress all that time into one period. Yeah, and I mean, I don't mind. You know, Pixar like it or not, a lot of people don't like the Pix- 
pixelation of the parks, but it, it is what it is. They're, they're part of the company. They're a huge draw. I think you got to play to it as long as you can keep, it's, you know, as long as we can keep Stitch out of places, then <laughs> I don't Stitch care if we awesome. have, yeah. I don't care it's if we like, have some uh, Pixar. Eight and I, I haven't heard anything yet and push. I'll what ask about? you this question. Um, ask you this question here. Have you heard any complaints yet about Marvel? Because we have uh, Thor and Iron Man going on over at, at Interventions. I have in, no, uh, one month. Uh, in one only, month, we're going to have Captain America. The one the complaint I did have was why can't I meet Iron Man? And that's the one biggest one. And I said that's a I said that's that's a good idea. Like I've heard a lot of great things about it. It's like because um, I'll give credit whoever did the casting for Thor was did did an amazing job. I, I was able to go meet uh, Thor. I came out of my off time with a friend a couple friends and we decided to go see it. He was awesome. He was he was amazing. He played the part perfectly. He sounded like Chris Hemsworth. He played the part. He had a presence to him, so I'm excited to see. The was Captain he hunky? Uh, he was pretty thick. He, he you, could tell, <laughs> you could tell that he uh, he he worked out because he he didn't have anything added to him. He was a, he was a thick guy. Okay, you now, could tell by the way he moved. Now, back, I, so I got to ask some questions. Steroids. Seen this is um, <laughs> rage fit. <laughs> okay, you. What is what is there with Iron Man that you can't meet him, but you can meet Thor? So what's going on in there? So when you go up to the area, they do have like a Stark Expo area, so it's like a miniature thing. What they do have is um, they took the set from Comic Con two years ago, um, where they had all the armor that was in Iron Man three. So he has a couple generations uh, of armor. There's six of them back there. You can see you can see them up close. It's really cool to be able to see them from the Mark one. Even the one in Avengers, you could see. So it was a really cool. And then they have the the latest Mark. I think it's forty three or it's the forty seven. It's one of the last models that he had in Iron Man three, and he's displayed, and it, it's on a turntable. Um, but the area that you have for Iron Man is that there's like this camera. So you stand in front of the camera, and it takes a digital photo of you, and um, on the screen you'll see a screen in front of you. You can see yourself. It puts the Iron Man armor onto you. So that's, oh, that's the cool. uh, yeah. It's it's a really cool, especially with kids. You're sitting there, like, it'll adjust to their size. It's, it's, it's all, really It's fun. got a really long line. It What's is really cool. Long. What's really cool is also the uh, computer reacts to your movement. So as you move around, the picture of you that's being displayed has the armor moving around with you. Yeah, oh, that's it's cool. It is really cool. And then the other section of it um, is like it's an area where you can meet Thor. It's a meet and greet. Uh, but but it doesn't Thor answer the question why we can talk to Thor but can't talk to. You know, Iron Man. There's no, there's no Iron Man to talk to. Like, I understand. He, why wouldn't they though? Would they, if they would go through the hassle of finding a, a dude to play Thor? Why? Yeah, because you could, you could put anybody in a suit. Huh. That's true. I think uh, I, I, maybe it's hard to create the suit. Yeah, the problem, the problem is the suit itself. Is they're trying to figure out how to get it done, but they haven't gotten there yet. Hey, they had a guy walk around in a gold. A gold suit for a movie. I think they could figure out how to have a, an Iron Man walk around. Oh, speaking well, of, speaking of walk, go ahead, Richard. Well, a protocol droid who speaks a thing. million languages is easier to create. <laughs> you know, these gadgets. On them. The the big difference is the guy with the gold suit. The suit was what he wore in the movies. 
when you saw C-3PO running around, that was Anthony Daniels dressed up in a costume. The costume still exists. Thanks thanks for pointing that with out. Okay, or he's, he's going, well, I, know, I know where he's going with this. He's talking if, to you, if you shut up for a second, Greg, and let me finish. Uh, the problem with Iron Man is everything on, uh, it was digitally created on to uh, Robert Downey Jr. There were, he had a helmet, and at times he would have gloves, but the rest of it was all digitally added onto his body later on. There is no Iron Man suit, per se. It was all animated in. So you that's know, what I, I, know, I get that, but it, they've got all these, you know, pieces of, you know, suits. Like, there was some sitting around the studio for a while. Um, it doesn't seem like it would be all that difficult to put something together to make it good for the kitties, you know. They're, I guess, I guess they're just working on it. Just it's just hasn't come to be come to bear yet. Speaking speaking of walking around, haven't stormtroopers been wandering around Tomorrowland? Yes, yes, they are hilarious. By the way, why they talk? Yes, and they talk. So like they'll come up to you and they'll say things. They'll like there was one time I was holding some my hand. And I they said I think that's the box we're looking for. <laughs> And I waved my hand. I said, "This isn't the box you're looking for." And he looked and he said it. And like they play along, like they're awesome at what they do. Like whoever's in the stormtrooper costumes, they they're they're funny at doing it. That's awesome. So, so they stay, they stay in character pretty well. Sort of like the guy does the the Klingons used to do in in, in, in Universal. Vegas. Yeah, you should see the stormtroopers inside the attraction at Star Tours. It is absolutely hilarious they will walk around they'll 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 take over and they'll stop people and they'll check them out just saying and they say okay and they'll move along move along it's it's funny so that they have some like voice synthesizer so they kind of sound like the the movie ones or who they just whoever yeah it's just whoever's in there um you gotta think if you're gonna talk about the movie at that time stormtroopers were just local mil- uh, military men so they don't have to sound I thought, like- I thought they were all clones um, only the ones you saw on the Death Star because they were part of the 501st, uh, but most of them uh, at that time. There were also parts of Stormtroopers during the time of Episode Four that were actually joining in. So they are trying to play down the idea of clones because they're only part of Vader's 501st Legion. Bam. <laughs> so, Brought to you by the Wikipedia, I'm sure. <laughs> so I, I spent a lot of my time doing nothing. Or... Well, wow. hopefully when you were a lot younger and you just retained all this. <laughs> no, just last year. <laughs> oh, see, I see, personally, I didn't get when I saw the first movie that they were supposed to be clones. I think Richard clued me into that because, you know, 30 years ago, Richard was quoting stuff like that. And I was like, they okay. mentioned the Clone Wars. Yeah, I, I'd kind of missed all that. See, I'm finding some different stuff online that there, that there's some full suits that they use for filming and some CGI. So, but still, I don't see how it'd be that hard to make up, you know, some, especially with today's plastics and, you know, ways to, you know, form some of this stuff. It'd be really easy to, I I mean, it's money, right? I, I, I think I was going to say again, the thing is they are trying, they are trying to make something that will work out. They just haven't gotten to that point yet. They're still working on it. The next one, that's going to be out is you're going to have Captain America coming out, like I said, in another month. After that, uh, they're going to. The uh, word I got was they'll be bringing uh, Hawkeye and Black Widow in. Oh, and you know, it does make on. some sense. Cause, I mean, you don't have C3PO walking around the park, do you? I've never seen one. And that, oh, that'd be funny. 
that would be funny, but just think of the, you know, you've heard all the complaints of Anthony Daniels doing the thing. You know, you, you got to pee, you got to, it's hot, you got to, you know, I mean, I could see the drawbacks of having Iron Man in a, you know, in the costume. I don't think it'd be hard to put him there, but I see some drawbacks. Well, when Star Tours came out, we did actually have R2-D2 and Boba Fett walking around uh, for a little while before they went back to Florida. So we did have that. I mean, we did have, we have had other characters. I guess it's just... They're, they're not quite as constraining in those costumes as I think... The, you know, the Iron Man suit or, or the C-3PO don't leave much to the I gotta take a quick whiz element to <laughs> like some of the other costumes the, might. The, quick the only time I've seen... C-3PO pop-up was uh, during the opening, the original opening of Star Tours we had at the ceremony, and I think he was at the uh, reopening ceremony as well. I didn't see him, When they redid uh, Star Point 2.0. Now, who's who's this one, the last two that you just mentioned? Because I'm I'm not a huge Marvel guy, so I don't know all the the characters. Hawkeye? Hawkeye, who's played by Jeremy Renner, he's the guy with the bow and arrow. Right. See, see, he's not right. the arrow that's on the CW. No, so. no, no. The arrow uh, is DC, DC Comics. Don't let bring him up. <laughs> um, he's also the guy that's in Born uh, Legacy. Same actor. Oh, actor. Okay, I know that actor, but I don't know okay. the, the character. The, okay, the, and the Black Widow is you know Scarlett Johansson. The reason why. Oh, oh, okay, okay, okay. Yeah, the Avengers movie. Got gotcha. you. Okay, yeah. Now I got gotcha. you. Yeah, which I love her part in that movie. Yeah. I didn't. I didn't see it in the theaters. I. I think I saw it on home video. So, yeah. Well, you know, a lot of people are complaining that you know, uh, what's his uh, Downey Jr. Uh, Scarlett Johansson. All those guys are complaining that they don't. They're not even getting close to what he's making in the movies. And I'm like, okay, let's let's rate your actor level here. You know, uh, Downey Jr. is going to pull the big bucks. Scarlett Johansson. Uh, I think she's getting so. up there. She's working her way to the top, but she's not there yet. In fact, I've heard some rumors that the you know, as far as who's in the Iron Man suit could change in the next movie or two. That it's just a guy in a suit. It doesn't have to be Tony Stark. It doesn't you know. And I don't know how the cartoons go, but I know there's some talk that they're getting expensive with uh, Robert Downey Jr. So they they might try and go in a different direction. I don't, I don't know. Um... Iron Man 3, I liked it. I know the fan movies were complaining about because uh, the word was, well, that's not an Iron Man movie. That was the Tony Stark movie. Well, the story was about Tony Stark, and that's what I really enjoyed it. I don't have to see the man in the suit. Well, that's, that's like trying I mean, to separate you do have Bruce a, Wayne and Batman. Batman, you know? exactly. They're, in, and, they're integral, you know. And, and, and you take a look at it, especially like uh, the last incarnation of Batman, it was a lot talking about Bruce Wayne. And trying to deal with the different, you know, the whole thing. And that's the brings the human side of it that I liked with Tony Stark. But you do have uh, Colonel Rhodes. I mean, you got War Machine that's out there. You got another man in a suit if you really have to. But I like Robert Downey Jr. Uh, every interview I've seen, he says he likes doing the movies, waiting to do Iron Man 26 out there. So well, I, I don't think I don't think the problem is him. I think the problem or potentially the problem could be his cost you know that again if it's about iron man and it's not about tony stark anybody could be iron man so and they're they're, they point to movies like uh the latest born movie didn't have matt matt damon it had another jeremy renner yeah yeah and it i liked it 
quite frankly. Yeah, it, was, it was it was a good movie. Some movies can go beyond the the original guy that created it. I mean, they're rebooting uh, the Jack Ryan series now with uh, again, yeah. Well, yes. So what's this? The third incarnation. Well, I know this is fourth incarnation. No, because they don't consider those other one reboots. They just they change the actor. This one is a total reboot of his his story. The other ones were continuations of the story. Yeah, the one with Alec Baldwin, well, they kind of went, you know, backwards in age and all that. But this one is going off to you know the kind of the reservation no, you're thinking, of you're, the books. You're thinking of the not Alec Baldwin. He was the first Jack Ryan. Oh yeah, the, yeah. The, uh, Matt Affleck. Damon's best buddy. Ben Affleck. Ben Affleck. 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 Yes, you're That's right. You're, yeah, Affleck. Yeah. Um, but this one is a total reboot. I I do want to see it. It looks looks interesting. I thought they were going to go off because if you you know continuation of the the Jack Ryan series, his son gets involved in espionage, much to his father's dismay. Uh, but that's not. This isn't the young Jack Ryan. This is senior. So it. it I, I'm looking forward to seeing that. All right. Are are you, are you guys ready to wrap this up? Because yep, we're over. We're over yeah, two I'm hours. Um, yep. All right, well then. You know, you know, you're the one with the music. All you gotta do is start playing it. That's true. R- really? Yeah. <laughs> so, so something like that then. Exactly. Damn. You're in charge. You're you're operating the board. Okay. All right then. Then no, I'll. Uh, I right, I'll take the opportunity to uh, thank you all for tuning in and listening. And um, on behalf of my colleagues and our special guests, I'm gonna sign off and say goodnight. <laughs>